0: This show is part of the out-of-this-world entertainment on the Sci-Fi Podcast Network,
1: tsfpn.com.
2: In a world where George Lucas is hated by everyone. (laughs) Wait, in this world.
0: (laughs) In a world gone...
2: Not quite mad, but a little pissed off. <laughs> in a world gone nerdy, <laughs> one man refuses to deliver the goods. George Lucas. <laughs> oh, he's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Who you ta- I'm just talking about Mr. Lucas. <laughs> you know, really, I don't.
3: I think we've seen in the show now. I don't think we can possibly top that.
2: <laughs> oh, that's that it. We have climaxed. I, I hope I know, I, I'll just... have what you're having.
1: Hate you. Yeah, you, we know you're out there, rejects from society, artists, writers, poets, filmmakers, get off the couch, make something, the world is waiting to hear your voice, and so are we. We are the Requiem of the Outcast. Are
3: you an outcast? Hey everybody, uh, welcome to Requiem of the Outcast. this is episode 22. I'm bringing it to you in a little bit different format. Unfortunately, Ron and Janine and I have been extremely busy this week, uh, this month rather. Everything from uh, doing trooping events, of course for, for Katie, we've got another one coming up for, actually for a friend of mine, for his son Gareth. We've also helped a friend move into his house. Janine's been doing full of costumes. And, of course, with them having moved an hour away, it's a lot tougher to get together during the week. So I'm actually bringing the show to you differently because I was going to do it by myself. But everybody knows how absolutely I hate doing the show by myself. So I decided to call up a buddy of mine, a friend of the show. I think this is about his 47th appearance on the show. (laughs) Star of stage and screen, Mr. Earl Newton.
2: I gotta tell you, dude. I actually, I have, I have gone to all kinds of places. Hi, everybody, by the way. I have gone to all kinds of places. I have, I have talked in front of like hundreds of people. I am more nervous now. (laughs) Then I'm serious. I'm like sitting here going, "Oh God, here comes my intro. Oh, oh, say something. Oh, be smart, be smart, be smart. Oh."
3: oh." Well, I I think you'll you'll probably hear because I think I'll probably add our countdowns to the beginning of the show. (laughs) <laughs> how badly oh, it, was it started. So you'll you'll kind of see how uh, haphazardly it started. But we're going to tell you a little bit, kind of in honor of what Nathan's putting out uh, on Chrono Radio coming up, how he's collecting how every show is done. Mm. And uh, so that way, because there are so many shows, which we'll talk about later on, the new shows that are coming out, I'm going to tell you how we're doing this right now. Now, a lot of people that do podcasts and whatnot, they'll get online with Skype which, of course, is an uh, instant message program where they can record a voice chat, essentially. But, of course, me, I'm on dial-up. So aside from a 10-second lag in between each sentence and each person, yeah, that's not going to work. So (laughs) we, thanks to kind of a, a, a melding of technologies, I would say,
2: Doo 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 do 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 do
3: Exactly. I know we should have like some kind of science music in the I background.
2: know I, I was just putting in a cue for you later, so you'd be like, oh he did the do-doos. Yeah, this is where I put the good music in.
1: Industry, science and technology. Big men putting screwdrivers into things, turning them, and adjusting them. Build your own Adam storage box bringing you state-of-the-art in soft-serve technology. (laughs) Snapples caps off any size jug, bottle, or jar, and it really, really works.
3: (laughs) In the science and technology section of the episode... Science and
2: technology, yes. (laughs)
3: Sorry. Where um, I actually have a telephone to my head
2: Oh, my God.
3: And you, Sir Earl... Does
2: insurance cover that, or what the...
3: Well, actually, fortunately, it wasn't grafted on. It was uh, just (laughs) holding it up with my hand, which will probably get tired by the
2: end of the episode. But, uh, Earl, you are doing the same thing, correct? I am, and my hand will not get tired by the end of the episode, but I'm not going into why. (laughs) Is that how you always listen to the show? Anyway, uh, (laughs) So wrong. Um, phones up to our heads, and we're
3: recording independently our end of the conversation via mm-hmm. the computer. Mm-hmm. Via the computer, as if it's some new technology.
2: Ooh, Via <laughs> hey yeah, this thing we call the computer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like, oh, this what's this newfangled thing? Are, are you going on the interweb?
2: <laughs> the interwebness.
3: <laughs> actually, one of my favorite bits is from uh, a group that I've actually had on the show before. Uh, we haven't had them on the show, but we had a clip on the show. Uh-huh. It's uh, three dead trolls in a Baggy, Canadian skit comedy troupe.
2: Yeah, and w- which bit is that?
3: Uh, well, I've heard of them. Well, one of the well the the bit that we did was uh, the Darth Vader's employee the job review. interview yeah I well, love that <laughs> remember the dark side
2: supposed to be the fun side That's right. um, <laughs> well we can't get anyone to serve on you because you're killing them all <laughs> I don't understand how does that kill them <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wouldn't you just say I don't know maybe uh, maybe you could try again later I don't understand <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of the bits that they did was uh, how to keep your parents off the internet and uh, at one point in time is you know the guy's dad uh, gets into a new computer and he, uh, he's telling his say he has no clue what he's doing. I mean, the the kid goes so far as to tell him that the internet only works on Thursdays and, you know, he tries to hide <laughs> nice. the mouse or the keyboard. What oh yeah, those things just run off all the time. And so what ends up happening is his dad looks at him and says, whoa, son, I was thinking about painting the garage the other day and, uh, I, th- I wasn't sure if latex would stick to stucco. So I was thinking about looking up on the internet. Oh, I don't know, maybe latex bondage. So,
0: oh my god. <laughs> so, And and one of the funniest
3: bits that they've done, and uh, of course that's where if you hear people uh, talking about the interweb, uh, that's why. And as a matter of fact, the internet is going to be a uh, kind of a theme this month's episode. We've got a few things that I found on the internet that we're going to be talking about. Everything from the return of it came from the boards section that we did a while back, I think that's what it was called, I don't know, that's what it's being called now. And, uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> a couple. <laughs> this is new speak, we're changing as we go along. Exactly, I have no idea, this is this is just Requiem of the Outcast, this is going to be the first episode, whatever, I, I don't know. Um, but uh, I've also got a couple things from some of the Star Wars blogs that exist out there. Uh, they have as, those. Yeah, they have those on StarWars.com. dot com. Of course, if you pay forty dollars a year, I love that hyperspace. Uh, which, of course, they're also bringing uh, a few other new things. Look, I uh,
2: love you if you're if you're a geek or you're a nerd because I know I'm one. That's fantastic. But but if you have to pay, that's it's almost like getting a prostitute. It's like look, just 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 go out and do it yourself. You could be a nerd for free. Why do you have to pay? And you know, if
3: anything, uh, Lucas knows about it, it's prostituting his products. So oh no, um, oh. so. Uh, <laughs>
2: I can hear the drone circling.
3: <laughs> oh, what's he going to do? Take all my toys? Big deal.
2: No, he's just going to activate them, and they're going to come up in the night and kill you. <laughs>
3: Dude, I want you to know that is totally what I thought was going to happen at Y2K. I figured it because that was, that was not my Star Wars toys, but the the Furbies. The you Furbies how,
0: were going to come along they had, they, did, their, they
3: had those viruses going through, didn't they? Exactly, and they had their own language I mean, think about it, they could communicate only with other Furbies And they were, to, you know, if you were a kid You could learn their language I'm telling you, they See, Furbies, now, Furbies were going to rise up And overtake uh, the, the children And, and you'd have an, a total army Of zombie children that were coming after you
2: See, now, if they had made that the plot of War of the Worlds It would have been so much better
3: Actually, I think that would have been too close to what Tom, uh, uh, Tom Cruise actually does in that's Scientology. Scientology. Oh, <laughs> uh,
2: by the way, I just—you can cut this out if you want to. I'm actually writing a column on Scientology, so if you want to get down with it a little bit later in the show, we can. Oh man, if I got some, I have some stuff to tell you. But anyway, go ahead. Well, now actually, uh, where's that going to be? Uh, it's going to be on the Creative Orgasm. Creative, creative orgasm. orgasm. Really? Now, what mm-hmm. is that? the crea- oh my gosh i can feel the moment the moment of 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 product placement happening now <laughs> costumec.com speaking of prostituting out go ahead <laughs> when i think of the creative orgasm i think of costumec.com <laughs> uh, no that's what we like to call a callback kids yeah. <laughs> no but uh, the creative orgasm is a uh, is an online magazine that i write for and uh, other people can write for if they submit and uh, And currently, the column I'm working on right now is about Scientology. And uh, I'll tell you about it more as we go along. But uh, I'll just say that the opening starts out with, uh, It's time to play Guess the
3: Testimonial!
2: Hands on your buzzers!
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny with uh, with, uh, Tom Cruise being so out there in the news <laughs> yeah. he well out there and on the news I should say yeah uh, that's, that's what I was
2: about to say you need to put a comma somewhere <laughs> in there <laughs> um,
3: the, of course uh, the good people over at Live Journal have an absolutely astounding game on their uh, not Live journal uh, Liquid Generation oh I played that today from your blog I saw it yes I love that that just so cracked me up And so, of course a flash uh, as if it was real a uh, way that you could learn about Scientology <laughs> th- thanks to Tom Cruise
2: see now uh, I had to do a bunch of research. It's, I went to the Scientology website. They're not that far off. Oh, yeah. Battlefield Earth, uh,
3: the that t- uh, John Travolta movie. Yeah, uh-huh. that, they think that's history. <laughs> that wasn't a movie. Oh, man. oh I've, I've, man. I've done a lot of cult studies and whatnot uh, for various church groups that I, I've been a part of, uh-huh. and uh, even had a website going for a while, and Scientology was always my favorite subject just because oh, of how out there they were. It's like, okay, people think that Star Wars geeks, uh, you know, well, how can you like something that's so unreal and un- unbelievable and stuff like that? It's like, oh, you have no idea. Let me <laughs> tell you about Scientology. Let me tell you about Xenu and the, the movies where we got to watch about uh, Jesus being crucified and God and everything like that. And that's why we have that in our, uh, in our hearts and in our lives. And right. we constantly get that because 14 billion years ago when the earth was first created, uh, Zenu, the alien, sat us down in a movie theater and and showed us this movie about all this. What? Are are you smoking crack? I mean, seriously, come on. Where where do you come up with this
2: stuff? So... That's just, uh, see, I, okay, that's just, okay, I'm just not even going to go there. Just, just <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you what, look, I have, I've done the research into Scientology, I've done the research, you don't know, Rich, I've done the research, okay, <laughs> I know, if you had done the research, maybe you'd know, but you don't know, did I mention Katie Holmes is hot, and I'm not gay, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, I really, I, I like read up into it, there's a lot of scary things about Scientology, they really, I mean, I don't want to. Get us on a down note here, but they've done some things that you know the mafia would be embarrassed to admit about. I know or we got to be careful the, because we
3: have a huge Scientology following, actually.
2: <laughs> All hail Zenu! They, they are our demographic. Are uh, they really? No. I, oh, thank God! I was about to go, dude. I I don't know if I can pull off enough of. Go, I mean, because this whole article I've written is about Scientology and and why these guys are sort of off their nut. Not the not the Scientologists, not the people who believe it, because their faith is actually. I mean, it's it's their own faith, so it's their own thing. Yeah. But what they actually believe isn't that off. I mean, it's 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 sort of like a stoicism kind of you know I take responsibility for myself. But the church, I'm not yeah. going there anyway. It's just yes. it's freaky. Anyway, back back to the show. Uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, <laughs> I want to start my own religion now. Yeah, and I want to, it's going to be uh, basically where everyone is uh, comes to terms with the fact that they are renters, they are holy renters, and I am the eternal and benevolent landlord. <laughs> <laughs> and in order to continue, they have to pay rent to live in their bodies.
3: Nice. Actually, that is a lot like Scientology. It I'm really is. It was I was like reading sex.
2: Scientology, going, I could do this. Actually, you know, the only thing that you need to add in there
3: that everybody has to have sex with you because that is typically, if you look at all of the cults tri- uh, traditionally and historically, they all. One of the major tenets is that you have to have everybody has to have sex with the uh, the guy who's running. <laughs> See, the show. but
2: that's where I'm taking it to the streets, and I'm not going to be that. I'm going to take it to a new level, and all I just want is their money. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on the up and up. I just want your money. <laughs> and then one day when I die, well, you'll figure that out for yourself, won't you? I mean, <laughs> I'll leave it to you in my
0: will. There, yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's uh, you so can <laughs> have it when I'm done with it. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, and, and of course,
3: as that is a perfect segue into the news. Woo-hoo! Uh, <laughs> But wait, actually, actually, I'm sorry. Before we get to that, uh, where where can people find the creative orgasm?
2: Uh, you can go to creative org. Well, oh, actually, if you just go to southernronin.com, it's there. I'm so I, I pimp myself out on my own website so bad, I'm sore. That is true. Just just about. So I mean, it's just like, like I, I like, literally am yeah. like I've got bruises and stuff from the amount that I have pimped myself out on my own website. Oh my god! It, I am so glad
3: that when when we joined the the sci fi podcast network, that I put that this was a, a, a like a PG 14. I, I'm so
2: trying to <laughs> keep it clean. I mean, I could have said, "Whoa!" <laughs> well, you could have,
3: but thank goodness you didn't.
2: <laughs> so anyway. See, you made that choice, but it backed away from it. Thank Back you, and sir. Away. You, you, a lot of restraint. That's, That's what I'm channeling. Polly Shore. I'm going to stop right now. Like, you're channeling the weas, huh? Ow!
3: Channeling
2: the sexy Actually,
3: have you seen his new show? Well, you haven't seen it yet because it hasn't come out, but he's got a new show coming out. It's called, like, a Mr. Store or Master of the Store or something. Isn't that, the isn't that
2: on the E! Entertainment channel? I don't know. Well, but, I mean, uh, like, Nicole, Nicole, uh, uh, what is it? Anna Nicole had a show on there for the longest time where, like, the whole pitch of the show was she was fat and stoned. No, 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 no. That's, uh, that's, uh, uh, Christy Alley. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, she's totally copying. That's like sequel. Oh, I that's know. Like that's like sequel to Because totally Anna off. Nicole was making it on the Fat and Stone thing. Now, Kirstie Alley's riding that same wave, but she's... Actually, I think she's just fat and annoying. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Anyway>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Polly Shore, his new TV show, besides the, the movie that's out, uh, Polly Shore is Dead, um, he's got uh, a TV show <laughs> where it's supposedly he's taking over the comedy store, which, which, of course, his mom, Mitzi Shore, has run for the past uh thirty thirty five years. I don't know if if that's real, if that's just the premise of the show or if it's just silly. I think uh, well, it's reality a reality show. show, right? I don't know if it's a reality show because the commercials make it seem as if it's, you know, a, a sitcom basically. Wow. But uh I don't know. Um some of the stand up that he's done has been really funny and a lot of it has been just absolutely stonerific. So you know <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if it's for me or not, but uh but then again I think that uh, uh Team America <laughs> world police is, is absolutely hilarious too, America so. I yep, won't go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I can't say that. oh my gosh oh gosh Con Carolina was so full of that it wasn't even oh funny. man what I,
2: you need is a montage that's um, right. oh dude we just sit around and go and I miss you like Michael Bay <laughs> the
0: Mark that's right <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll
2: tell you what when I was watching that movie I'm just like oh wow You because know, sometimes they'll get into the really dramatic stuff and you listen to the songs like I miss you like Michael Bay, and right there, I am going, what? What? <laughs> like he missed the mark. Oh man!
3: <laughs> um, one um. of my favorite ones, though, is uh, "Only
2: a Woman
3: Can Touch Me the Right Way," and and uh, it's actually like a really cool sounding song, uh-huh. and like a really beautiful love song. Uh-huh. And as as only Trey Parker can can not yeah. only sing but also write, but uh, it's still not as good as "When I Was on Top of You" from the Cannibal the Musical.
2: I have. You, see, you need to educate me.
3: I've never gotten to see that movie. You have got to. Oh, it's so great. Uh, the the song I was referring to when I was on top of you, he's actually singing about his uh, his horse Leanne that runs off. Oh, but, gosh. but the thing is, is that at first nobody knows that he's singing about his horse, and it sounds really perverted. You know. Um, oh man, I could uh, just see where that could go. I'd pull her hair. She'd notice stop. When she looked behind me, I'd al- behind her. I'd always be there. Oh my god. And it's it sounds like oh my gosh he's so pervert oh wait oh no it's a love song and, and of course the video is of him sitting on his horse and you know and he's just riding his horse and you know he he rides bareback so of course you know no reins and so he has to pull on her mane to get her to stop and I mean it's it's not perverted it's a love story really sure and of course on the commentary when they're getting absolutely plastered. Um, <laughs> He's talking about oh oh it's, I didn't get a, an award for this oh yeah but if it was Sting singing it oh they'd
2: love it but no no it's a South park jerks. <laughs> I dream What's of up? rain, at Adlai-A-A. What the hell is that? <laughs> what was he, he's just like I'm just gonna make it, I'm just gonna read off the box of this my my golden little puppy. <laughs> the little puppy went out to the woods, at <laughs> uh, You know
3: you know I. I Boy, Sting, what a guy, you know. He comes out with, like, the stalker song that a lot of foolish people still think is really romantic.
2: Yeah, that is a scary song. That's it's like, like it. Sting got stung, <laughs> and now he's back for revenge.
0: <laughs> he's back. Sting too, stung. Not even the police can hold him back. So anyway, In a uh, world where a man's first name <laughs> is a verb. In a <laughs> time gone mad.
3: Um Actually, I've always that was one of. I have three impressions that I would love to get, and I would be so I, I would probably die happy if I could get them. First What's of the, all, the movie voice. Oh yeah, the oh, deep yeah. movie voice. The I'm, second. I'm, I'm starting to get it. I can get down. Yeah, I can get down and low, but I, I just have a tough time. I just can't hold it like he does. But I, I, I'm sure that they do some vocals. Plus, he's got some effects. You know, uh, yeah. Peter Cullen is one of them. Uh, Peter Cullen, tell me, Peter Cullen. As well as uh, another. Wait, who's Peter Cullen? Peter Cullen. A, yeah, Peter Cullen. Uh, he actually did the the voice work uh at the for the first episode of Imps, which is the unofficial uh Oh okay, okay, so he's a Mr. Voice guy. Troops. Yeah, that that's actually Peter Cullen.
2: Wow, okay, cool. Uh
3: and the other movie guy who one of his other voices I really want to get, um his name is uh Alan Cummings and he does Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And he, he does the other really big uh movie voice.
2: Oh wait, Alan Winnie <laughs> the Pooh is Mr. Voice?
3: Yeah.
0: Oh my Alan gosh. Cumming
3: does, like, nearly every voice for uh, oh my, for dude. Disney. <laughs> he is the Mel Blanc for Disney. Rabbit, <laughs> I'm
0: stuck in this hole. <laughs> in a hundred-acre hundred acre wood, one
2: <laughs> pot of honey has no chance. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon, Winnie. He's back for blood. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pooh, what's going on? It's not just sticks under the river anymore.
0: Oh, did a deer. <laughs> <laughs> Holy.
3: Oh, we oh, ought to write lame. that one. Um,
2: okay. So the, uh,
3: <laughs> the, uh, and, and of course the final voice that I really want to nail that mm-hmm. my, you know, close friend Sean, actually our close friend Sean O'Rourke can do, which absolutely infuriates me, of course, is Christopher Walken. So, oh, if yeah, I could dude. get the movie voice, Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Walken, I could die happy.
2: Oh, if I could do Christopher Walken, that would be awesome. That would be it. I just, I would, I, I'd give up my own voice, because who really cares about my voice? <laughs> I'd just be Christopher Walken everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be like, hello. You no, know, I'd, I'd like a ham sandwich, please. If you, if you don't mind, I'd like to possibly ask you out. I know that sounds weird. I'm sorry. I'll start again. Maybe we could go have some dinner. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be a Christopher Walken's kind of going through the puberty thing. Maybe we could have some dinner. Excuse me. <laughs> and maybe a movie. Because
3: <laughs> um, you got to get the whispering in there, right? That, that's right. So that's right. <laughs> so anyway, all right, we're 20 minutes into the episode and we haven't done anything yet. I am so uh, sorry. <laughs> that's all right, man. All right, uh, the the news. I've only gotten one news bite because the only thing that's important has happened is that the uh, Episode 3 DVD has been announced for coming out November 8th. So that's quite a bit of turnaround there. What, about a four or five-month turnaround?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, he knows he knows it's dying, so we got We got to just rape the animal before it's totally gone. <laughs> yeah, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's true. He's just like, oh my God, it's all going away. Well,
3: he's got to hurry because next year is going to be the, what, the 30th anniversary? So he's got to come out with the Revenge of the Sith DVD now.
2: I'm <laughs> sorry, some right. already well, have it. If he uh, does that, then, then by the time we get to the 40th anniversary, he can re-release everything and go, just kidding, that's not what I meant. No, but see, that's what he's going to do for the 30th, I think. That's
3: going to be the special Uber Ultimate collection. And of course, the 50th one, uh, it'll be like that too.
2: The diamond. You'll get it, it'll just be diamonds. The 50th anniversary is diamonds. It always is diamonds.
3: More than likely. I want to move on uh, from now because there was, uh, I, was sent, uh, I was contacted by somebody uh, a while back mm-hmm. uh, from that, that had made a movie called Die Lucas Die now he asked me if I wanted to review it for the show I wanted to do a little banner exchange whatnot, and he sent me the DVD and at first I was like Die Lucas Die alright well that could be amusing maybe it's a little bit like Follow the Saga where it's you mm-hmm. know kind of a satirical look at George Lucas or something like that some I've heard that is a great movie but I haven't seen it yet I went to the website before I got the movie mm-hmm. i'm like wow you're o- the opening screen uh i believe you're online right now if you want to look it up earl okay it's uh die lucas die.com and as a matter of fact if you're listening along at, at home go ahead mm-hmm. and uh the opening page features a black and white picture of george lucas then in red aside from the pentagram and the devil horns there's <laughs> also fangs and blood dripping off of him wow which at then when i saw that i'm like Oh crap! This is fall <laughs> of the saga. If I had been a much more depressed person, <laughs> or possibly stoned, I don't know, <laughs> yeah, possibly really? on some kind of mi- mind altering, mood altering drugs. But, uh, but anyway, um, <clears throat> of course, since this was a long time ago, I wrote down some of the notes that I, I'm notorious for. Uh-huh. I like to read some of those off. Uh, the mov- Well, first of all, the movie itself, I enjoyed it. It's actually not that bad. You know, you look at the website, you get kind of freaked out, like, oh, my God, this is going to be horrible. It's going to be, like, some guy wearing, like, a ninja mask going, oh, Lucas will die, you know, like, stabbing, like, a George Lucas. The Jorge Sical figure that came out from C2, uh-huh. it, it actually wasn't that bad. The fact that uh, they want to kill, one character wants to kill George Lucas is almost like a, it's, it's the plot moving device, mm-hmm. but it's not the plot, it's just something for the characters to be there. What would that technically be called? It, it's it's basically something that j- kind of just gives the plot motion, but is not the plot. It's almost like a, the catalyst for everybody. Oh, uh, they,
2: there's a lot of different You can call it the inciting event. You can call it... There's a lot of different things that uh, people who don't actually write scripts try to give names for. But basically, it's the thing that makes the things happen. And <laughs> that's a, a David Mamet okay. quote, so there you go.
3: <laughs> no, it's not. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, you can definitely tell that this is an indie flick um of course the the cut that they have available on their website for sale it's it's actually more of a filmmaker's uh tutorial because they've got quite <laughs> wow. a few places where um they call off screen for a line um you can see the clapboard quite a few times Wait, they've got they, double they do this in the movie uh, well it, the d v d that that they have available yes okay, okay. it was something that they made <clears throat> gosh uh I think even before Phantom Menace came out. Where they found out that he was... The, the whole plot is, is that uh, one of the characters finds out that George Lucas is making the prequels. Uh-huh. He doesn't really know a whole lot about it, but as information is slowly leaked, he gets more and more angry about the fact that he's even doing the prequels. Mm-hmm. And that he's more kind of bastardizing what he'd grown up with, that mm-hmm. what he'd grown up with should be it, you know, because that's the, the holy trilogy. So that's the plot. And so they, they come up with this idea that they're going to kill George Lucas. And so... um other a lot of other things happen it's more of a col- coming of age thing uh, much how you, <laughs> mu- i know much much how you feel episode episode 3 was for you where it's just time for everybody to kind of okay we need to kind of move on now yeah. you know Do we we can't continue living in our childhood and of course that's not a bad thing but it's like you know we just it's just time for us to find something else to uh, latch onto uh, uh, a matter of speaking yeah just i mean you know it's next thing next ball Exactly, yeah, like I said, you know this this movie is definitely an indie flick i don 't again i don 't mean that in a bad way, um, but it 's more of an experimental film where this was the first movie that they tried to make, mm-hmm. and so it 's got a, a few of the mistakes and everything, and even like I said, in the editing, where apparently when their final cut there was a, something happened. Some of the footage got a little goofy and whatnot, and so they basically just put together what they had, kind of left it where you can see where some of the cuts are, some of the alternate takes in the flow of the movie. Mm-hmm. But all in all, it's a good movie. Now, there are some places where it is clearly odd. <laughs> uh, there there was a, like a dream sequence that was just, seemed flat out wrong. I, I Or, or it maybe it just didn't make sense to me. But then again, I mean, that's what dreams are, you know, where it may have been more of a stream of consciousness, stream of, of, of dream kind of a thing. Um, the music was there was a wide variety of music in there everything from uh, off versions of the original uh, John Williams music to some more pop sounding stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the acting, which of course, as you know, having dealt with actors, Earl, that right. sometimes it can be tough. It can absolutely not that we found in any of your movies. Of course, who's always had the finest acting. Well, I assume available. we were
2: speaking of a theoretical <laughs> other third person because I know it wouldn't be in mine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. But the acting, (laughs) it it wasn't bad. You can tell that these guys obviously, uh, didn't attend Juilliard, but they're pretty much on par with most of the films that come out of Hollywood nowadays, and much better than you would find in any Pamela Anderson movie.
2: Really? Okay. Well, I guess, see, I gotta watch this trailer then, because so far I just see a lot of devil references. It's kinda like watching (laughs) Harry Potter if Harry Potter didn't try to fake it, you know?
3: Yeah, as a matter of fact, when I watched the trailer, I wanted to see that movie. I wanted to see the movie. I could not wait for the DVD to come in. Wow. Um, now, the editing on it, the editing, when it's going, is top-notch. It's got good, great camera work. Um, I saw most of the things that normal people forget when they make movies. So, I mean, these guys are definitely filmmakers, especially for the first try. Yeah. It's like, wow. But it definitely wasn't a bunch of kids screwing around with their parents' camera.
2: This does look good. I'm looking at the trailer. Really,
3: the, the quality of the it, image is beautiful. It does. But what, of course, the problem is, since it's kind of a work cut, you see some of the goof-ups that happen, alternate takes. You see a guy kind of look off camera like, what's my line, you know? Man, I, I would see. love
2: to know why they left that in.
3: Um, well, I, I emailed. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, they contacted me from this. I think mm-hmm. it was Jeff. But no, that's the guy from What the Muffins. Craig, which I want to mention. I, I think it was Craig. Mm-hmm. And he, and he basically said that you know, hey, this was this is something that you know where where they lost the finished cut, and so this was what they, you know, they they wanted to put out what they had. So, and again, good movie.
2: Yeah, it looks beautiful. I really, I'm, I'm I'm getting the trailer right now. It looks. Be- yeah, awesome. the trailer.
3: Like I said, when I saw the trailer, man, I I could not wait. Um, the dialogue. There are moments where you will hear a line that is said so funny you'll crack up. <laughs> I liken it a lot to Napoleon Dynamite. Moments where there is, where what is shown to you is so ridiculous you laugh, even if it was never meant to be that funny, um, and and a lot of the jokes did mean to make came off totally solid, so even really good writing in this. Uh, I mentioned before that the story about killing George Lucas is merely a backstory, kind of just a catalyst, something to make things do
2: other things. Um, (laughs) It's like the the B-plot, it's the backstory, it's just the it's it's the real story is what's happening with these people is what I'm exactly imagining. like I said kind of a coming of age kind of a th- uh, something like that a coming of age during the murder of George Lucas uh, I know
3: <laughs> and it sounds so cliche but it is done so well it's about a kid having to grow up his parents are pressuring him to uh, stop doing the Star Wars nonsense whatnot mm-hmm. and uh, he gets a lot of good information from his grandpa uh, wow yeah good John, you of- should
2: you should absolutely slaughter Mr. Lucas Yes. <laughs> that's that step one. Step two is get a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see this though. This looks really. Yeah. I mean, I don't. You you jump into the website, and the first thing you see is like devil horns and Lucas, and I, it's like, oh my god, I'm at StarWars.com, and then you realize you're not. <laughs> and then you know, but
3: it really looks good. I want to see yeah, it. But then when you go into the rest of the website, it's got the old school like 80s Star Wars game. I know. Graphics. Yeah, it's got
2: all the little Atari kind of.
3: And then I was like, wow, this is really gonna suck. I mean, I dug the look of the website, but it's like, for a film, it's kind of goofy. But, uh, uh, and that's one of the cool things about the movie. It's got great uses of classic 80s references. Yeah. Uh Replete with similar geek references and such. Um, again, I love this movie. It's a good film, but it's maybe not for everybody. <laughs> it's, I would totally classify it as a dark comedy. And, uh those are usually proven not to be for everybody (laughs) but but after watching I was very glad I was able to view it and I really wanted it was Craig that was his name actually I had it Cleverly in my notes, I should have read them. I <laughs> but I really wanted to thank notes. Craig for sending <laughs> this to me and contacting me out of the blue, which was really cool. Yeah. But uh, like I said, you can view the trailer um, at the site, com, and of course, you can get the DVD from there, which they've had, uh, you know, hey, if you're one of the first 50 people to buy uh, the movie, you get a free shirt. <laughs> As that's been up there for a while, I don't think they've had a lot of people. And that's what they've said, it's like, look, You know, we don't anticipate recouping any costs. We don't anticipate a lot of people buying this movie. But I want everybody out there to know that if you dig dark comedy and if you are a filmmaker, it's really interesting because, of course, with the commentaries and everything, it is really cool to sit there and watch this movie. See, first of all, a good movie, Mm. which I really wish that they would polish up because I'm telling you, man, it could go the circuits.
2: Now, have you seen uh, the whole thing, or have you seen the trailer? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, I've got the DVD, I've got the whole thing. I've watched it two or three times actually.
2: I'm gonna have to see if I can't get them to do a trade out with me. I'll give them a copy of Fall, and they can have a copy, and I'll get a copy of theirs because uh, it really looks cool. No Possibly, question.
3: and it, it's one of those things where if I see these guys, I want to give them a few bucks just because. I mean, they they totally earned it. I was gonna say something else, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, I think you were saying you're
2: gonna give me a couple of bucks next time you saw me. Do I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that's.
3: No, wait a second. Oh, that was it.
2: Jedi mind trick failed! Curse you, Newton! <laughs> so I, I've been playing KOTOR a lot lately. I'm, I'm like, if only I had up my luck quotient. Damn it.
3: Oh, curse you. Um, we're going to break right now for uh, some trailers, as we always do. Okay. I uh, hope you enjoy those. And when we come back, we'll go ahead and hit with It Came From the Boards, and we've got quite a few other things coming up right after that. You are listening to Requiem of the Outcast. For more information and show notes, visit RequiemoftheOutcast.com. A ship with no crew falls towards the sun. One crew member has deserted. The other wakes floating deep in space with no memory of who she is or why she's there. The captain, trapped on the bridge's ceiling by intense g-forces, fights to remain conscious as the large craft tumbles end over end. With no escape and no way to stop this enormous craft, seven passengers struggle to reach ship's center as the saboteur among them murders them one by one. Bones Burnt Black. The powerful new science fiction novel by Stephen Ewan Cobb. Fast. Literate. Compelling. Bones Burnt Black. Ask for it at your favorite bookstore today. StarWarsSpoofs.com is a website with humorous animated cartoons spoofing the Star Wars universe. So drop on by StarWarsSpoofs.com See Darth Maul take on Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn in a lightsaber duel on Naboo. Visit the beautiful and graceful clones on Kamino. And watch as an Ewok steals a speeder bike on Endor. www.starwarspoofs.com The greatest spoofs in the galaxy. If you'd like to drop us a line, visit us on the web at RequiemOfTheOutcast.com or visit our boards at GalacticSenate.com. And now, back to the show.
2: Just when you thought it got good, it did.
3: And here we go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here comes the return of. It comes from, or it came from the, I don't know what the hell it's called. So we return with, it came from the boards. Now, this is where I found a little odd uh, uh, thread. Mm Mm-hmm. At the fine folks over at TheForce.net, dot net, home of some of the freakiest Star Wars stuff you'll ever find. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we're getting that sponsorship deal from them. Yeah, no, um, I was, I was just, Especially no. since they have their own podcast too. No, I,
2: I I, I, but I'll tell you what TFN stands for after we're done the show.
3: Oh no, no, tell us now. <laughs> no, I won't. Because
0: <laughs> I well, still well, want you don't to have get anything that sponsorship. to
3: pimp on, on them anymore. I don't care if I get banned. It's Actually, the, the guys uh, from Star Wars On Direct apparently did get banned. I don't know what they
2: did, but go ahead. This, it stands for the Fugly Network. The Fugly Network. Yeah. The
3: F N network Yeah,
2: Yeah, that's what i figured it is It's just It's not the theforce.net It's Actually, wouldn't that be If it's tfn Dot uh, uh, Spelling's not my strong point Move on, Rich Segway <laughs> Segway No, it's not Force
3: Dot net <laughs> See,
2: wouldn't it be tf.n? Well, I think they were doing that for a while
3: But then tfn just sounds a lot cooler Yeah it Sounds more street, you know
2: Yeah, they got cred now Yeah They got their street <laughs> cred Look, I exactly. grew up in the streets I've, I hey. got stuck in the street once Hey, that's how they roll. That is how they roll. That is so. right. <laughs> Look, all right, that's just so. how I roll. <laughs> TFN.net. Give it up. Doesn't Shut that up. mean the net? <laughs> Shut up! I don't
3: have any good skills. You know, I know somewhere Philip Wise is crying. Um, <laughs> so, so alright, it came from the boards. A topic this month, what if Luke and Leia had really hooked up? Ow! Now, this is back from 2004. I'll go ahead and read what the first post is, and Earl will follow in with the next post. And we'll go back and forth like that. Uh, I've gone ahead and edited some of the goofy ones out, like the LOL or mow or whatever the hell those are. Uh, where, <laughs> Which, where you know, they're basically, like, given props. That's
2: always such a great use of, like, internet web space, and, and also just adds so much to the conversation.
3: Exactly. I'm actually thinking about doing a film series based on what... Real-life interpretations of things that happen on the We online. should
2: totally make a movie called R-O-T-F-L-M-A-O. And people be like, Rolf Mao? I'd be like, you're not an internet user, are you? Mm, you no, stand you're... on that side of the room.
3: Dude, you're like such a noob, right? <laughs> for real. I just
2: totally owned you with a P.
3: You have like, God, they're like totally owning noobs and stuff. They like have no strats and stuff, you know? Yeah, for they're real. they like, they don't know how to micro or nothing.
2: How did it all of a sudden become like, like Minnesota internet? <laughs> like, oh, you betcha. I've got that hard drive. It's a 364 Ravendeer minimum. Actually, no, it's
3: actually from a, uh online TV show, which actually I want to talk about some of those. Let me write a note so I can remember to talk about those later on. Okay. Uh, online TV sh- shows. The one that I'm referring to is called Pure Ownage, which is at uh, pureownage.com, which follows... Uh, a gamer, an uber gamer, right? He's got like Mad stratio. Yo, yo yo, and and he speaks as if he's from Minnesota, but oh. he, he's funny because he's all about like owning noobs, right? Oh, you betcha, and uh, <laughs> and that's <laughs> how he speaks, and it's so funny because of course you know we're we're gamers at work and uh with our Halo clan and whatnot. And so we're constantly, you know, just talking like that. Do we just we just start busting out? Of I think his name's Jeremy. So we start busting into Jeremyisms, like totally, like like totally elite, right? You know, like just sitting there owning noobs, right? One day, and I was just <laughs> shooting him. I was just going up to him,
2: like, boom, headshot. You
3: know. So it's and so it, again, it's like another version of our own language I, that I would, uh, has been created online. I would
2: just hate to be like your boss, and he walks in, and he's like, "Yes, we're very, we've got a very high efficiency <laughs> marking in this de- department." <laughs> Actually, the only time
3: that we play is uh, after work and during lunch break. So it's always funny after work if if we stop and play. He'll come back. You're like, okay, who's back? Uh, I should have known it, you guys, because we're just sitting there, like, okay, guys, there's guys in a, there's guy in a cave over there. Watch out, we got a sniper up on the hill. <laughs> okay, I'm on the sniper. Sniper down, I got him. Okay, there's that guy that's uh, um, up up your butt. So when it says I, you were killed by up your butt. You know, oh I, I, I took God. him down, right? I mean, s- stupid names like that. But anyway, actually, <laughs> funny story. Apparently, I was so notorious on in, in the games that there was one guy that started talking smack about me to uh, some of the clanmates. Oh, I hope you nined him. Because oh, dude, I was a freaking like totally owned his new butt. Right now, do you and say I, owned
2: with a P? Because it is uh, totally. It's owned like, with it's, a P, right?
3: Is there any other spelling?
2: It's like it's like it's like Price <laughs> Fister. It's, it's 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 F with a P. Yeah, so, like,
3: usually, like, right after I'm, like, owning these noobs, I just, like, I I turn off my computer, and then I just gotta, like, go look at Prawn, you know?
2: (laughs) Okay. I don't speak your language very well. (laughs) I can't fake this anymore. Look, I can do it in sign language. Ready? Oh, I so owned you with a p right there. Oh, dog, dude. <laughs> you didn't, oh. did
3: you? Oh, too bad this isn't a video episode. I thought I like totally was like the uber gamer, but apparently you are the master. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh yeah, so my, anyway. my wiggly
2: hand signals totally owned you with a p. <laughs> I can't say it without saying with a p. I'm sorry. Pwned. I, like, I pawned you. I pawned you. See, like I pawned you. Actually, I I was used to misread it. So when I first read, I'm like, they pawned me. Like, what? The What? Like, you sold me at a pawn shop? What? <laughs> what does that mean? Did you get a good price? What are you saying? <laughs> it is like, am I your hoe now? Okay. <laughs> for real, dog.
3: All right, before we right. get to On the Boards, there are a couple other online TV shows I want to talk about. We talked about Pure Ownage, which is at com. Mm-hmm. but I really want to bring up a show called What the Muffins. Mm-hmm. Now, we've talked about them before, and they just came out with their fourth episode. Matter of fact, I'm one of the uh, seeders for the BitTorrent. Of the the new episode, it is it is truly one of the funniest things that I've seen online in a long time. Their filmmaking is getting better. Um, I'm learning stuff from them, and it's just it's just absolutely astounding. Funny show. They got their fourth episode out, uh, just came out. Uh, they've got high quality every file format you can imagine. Of course, they got the BitTorrent uh, for easy delivery, and uh, you know their their the series is good and it's it's so funny because they're they're one of those shows that kind of breaks the fourth wall does goofy things hmm. and the humor is is smack on of course they they do a lot of the uh, Star Wars references that I mean one of the guys was wearing the shirt Han shot first Yeah one of the characters uh, played by Matt Shampoo is Or Shampoo um <laughs> probably Shampoo Watch the show repeat Exactly um he uh, <laughs> he's an Uber Nintendo guy and his housemates have purchased a Sega Dreamcast and hijinks ensue hilarity ensues dogs and cats living together it's absolutely hysterical what happens if you get a chance go to whatthemuffins.com watch it I rank this last episode up with some of my favorite bits from channel101.com and of course Sock Baby so Mm -hmm. if you get a chance go check it out which of course I'm sorry to say that one of your favorite shows House of Cosby's was cancelled thanks to uh, uh, Bill Cosby's lawyer Oh uh, so
2: You see, Rudy <laughs> Oh you Rudy. rude <laughs> <laughs>
3: Actually what's really funny is Jonathan of course tattles on his sisters. Huh? Like, if the sister's doing something, he'll come in. Daddy, since he's doing something... Of course, he doesn't know which one. Tattletail Cosby. <laughs> <They're I'm twins>. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. I was like, thanks, Tattletale Cosby. I knew you'd come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, being the only person in the house that's seen it, I get a lot of weird Everybody's looks. Like but, hey, that? I think it's hilarious.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I remember watching it the first time. Next time on the house, of Cosby, I'm just like, Dad, what the good, heck man? is this show <laughs> And I yes. want what they're smoking. Exactly, I know. <laughs> no, Rudy! I, I would like to live at the House of Cosby's. Maybe not all the time, but I'd be like, you know, since it's mostly an African-American show, I'd be like the quirky white neighbor that comes <laughs> over and be like, hey guys, guy. I got polka, come on! And they're like, that's so not cool.
3: <laughs> what are you talking
2: about, Rudy? You're trying I remember <laughs> Theo, I am your father, I'm always here to protect you. Thanks,
3: Bathtub Cosby. Uh, right. I'm Bathtub so, Cosby. Which, of course, if you haven't seen House of Cosby's, uh, you can't. Uh, it was everything was taken offline. But what the uh, premise was was that an Uber fan, played by Jeff Davies from Who's Line, as well as 500 other uh, mm-hmm. Channel 101 shows, he was a super Bill Cosby fan. He found thread of Bill Cosby's DNA and began. It was a Cosby Cosby's. hair. They never go into how he got it, but let's face it. It was a Cosby hair that dropped on, the, on stage one day, apparently. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, too much
2: jello. Oh, um, and so it's <laughs> very gelatinous, Rudy. <laughs> <And> so <laughs>
3: what he ends up doing is he starts cloning Cosby's. And, of course, following the law of multiplicity, each one became a little less cool than the previous one. And, of course, each one had a particular speciality, everything from Tattletale to Bath. And that
2: speciality bit. with quotes. Yes, just, of naturally,
3: I, I did the air quotes. Oh yeah, right that. catch on that. And so, <laughs> um, you know, some of them weren't as good as the other ones, but every tenth one was a genius. It was an Uber Cosby. That's right. And even even to the extent where I think what uh, twenty, thirty, and forty, or maybe it's thirty, forty, and fifty, were became superheroes. Which you had Hummingbird Cosby. There was. If you clearly
2: uh, look at the Co- the House of Cosby RPG book, you'll clearly understand that with twenty, thirty, and forty. <laughs> if you consider that in episode two, they obviously said that yes, every 10th copy would become a new copy. And when they started the copy compound, you know, it was very obvious that they were going to start to create a superhero den. So let's really um, get straight here, okay? Okay, I'm absolutely. I, I apologize. Absolutely sorry. I'm like, but, uh, I don't care about Star Wars anymore, but I am the House
3: of Cosby's <laughs> uber fan. Well, actually, I'm trying to stay stray away a little bit from as much Star Wars, because with, with the final movie having come and gone. You know, fifty percent of the people out there who saw the movie have the DVD now. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, really seriously, it's like it's going to kind of hit Lucas by surprise when everybody's like, "No, we we want the one where you didn't kill it already." Actually, we're just going to buy the DVD for the uh, the special features. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> the special <laughs> so, features,
3: you gotta quote that. And so we're trying to kind of stray away from as much Star Wars now and kind of cover a lot of the independent media and stuff like that by talking about some of the stuff that we find online. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, with the, they end up creating the uh, Cosby Tri-Osby Cosby uh, it, oh, Cosby, Cosby Team, team Tri-Osby, Tri-Osby Which right. is the group of superheroes Yeah, uh, One of them is uh, like uh, Sonic Cosby And then they got Hummingbird Cosby And then there was the other Cosby I don't remember
2: Yeah I don't know what he did either But it was something
3: but unfortunately, it was ended before we could find out what would happen with the Nega Cosby, which was the 100th Cosby, which was evil. Yeah,
2: and that was, oh, and that was intense, too. I really was feeling like, when that devil sort of Cosby came out, I was like, oh, man.
3: I know. I was like, oh, this is going to get really good, because, I mean, it was already great. Yeah. but uh,
2: they're, they're killing all the good shows. Anyway.
3: Yes, moving on uh, back to what we were talking about, where it came from the board, <laughs> which is... How did we get there? What if Luke and Leia had hooked up? So, of course, uh, again, I'm going to read the first one. Earl is going to come in with the next one, and we'll go back and forth like that. What if Luke and Leia hooked up? I mean, really, who hasn't thought about it? He kissed his sister, for God's sakes. What if she hadn't ended up with Han, and Luke and Leia had some extracurricular relations in the back of the Falcon? Wouldn't Luke feel like such a smuck? Okay, actually, this is really bad spelling. Between the extracurricular relation and, uh, and wouldn't feel like suck a schmuck. anyway. I so was how not exactly? going to say a
2: word, though. I was being so good. And, and like English guru that I am, like, oh. And actually in a bastardization of a great
3: Donnie Darko line, exactly how does somebody suck a schmuck? Anyway.
2: I um, would think that would be
0: <laughs> frighteningly feel,
3: apparent. Wouldn't Luke feel like such a, a schmuck when Ben told him that he was railing his sister Maybe it was supposed to be nailing. I don't know these kids nowadays. And what about that poor kid? Would he be ultra powerful in the Force, or would he be a basic loser? Or would he even be human? He would end up. He could end up as a Jawa Ewok human hybrid or some crap like. Wait, that. wait,
2: wait, wait, wait! All right, if that's true, shouldn't we have like Jawa Ewok human hybrids running all across like the hills of Alabama or something? Well, I would just wonder how in the heck a Jawa and an Iwa got factored That's in there. That's what I, I'm what I mean, people. like, great-grandpa was a Jawa. We're not going into it, but there was some family relations. I mean, come on! Ooh, teeny, indeed. <laughs> Ooh, teeny. <laughs> That's what she said. Yes. <laughs> All right, hit me Sorry. back with the next one. All right, uh, the one I have here says, Darth Strife... Ooh, and he's spelling it really cool and sort of European with the S T R Y P H E. I know. He says, Ugh, I'd like to think I'd like to think the force would have intervened first. Mm. So he is obviously not a believer in free will. I don't believe so. No, no, no. Master Revan responds with they would have they would ha God
3: grief. They would have had to been they would have had to have been the most powerful force users ever. Wow. And I know he meant that because he put an exclamation point at the end of it.
2: Wow. Okay, I have to skip one because this 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 one is just this one just cries out Lu- logo yeah. for Lucas. <laughs> then John Williams's score would consist mainly of dueling banjos. You don't hear no da na. Da Nice.
0: Now,
3: now the next one. This one has a picture to go with it, but I'll have to form a visual picture okay. for you. Or an audio picture, rather. Oh, no. If they had kids, this would have been their firstborn. And there was a picture of the Star Wars kid. Thank you, Plastic Phantom. That actually got me to laugh. <laughs> that is <laughs> so horrible.
2: That's really horrible. You should have horrible. seen the picture
3: because it was r- a really doofy one.
2: Okay, well, then had a lot the from. evil King Wiggins came back up, but he just didn't have the the, the guts that uh, Plastic Phantom did. But he yeah. said they'd all be retarded, ultra-powerful Force users. That's creative. They'd have been special, short but special. Yeah, in a special, (laughs) socially retarded kind of way.
3: Now, this one's got a two-parter, from Obi-Shan Kenobi. They'd be powerful Force users, but they'd have three eyes and flippers. But the real reason why I wanted to bring that up, I thought that was amusing, but the real reason why I wanted to bring this up was because of his signature. (laughs) Luke, you're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly upon my blood alcohol content.
0: (laughs) I just thought that was great.
2: You're a boozer. Because we know, yeah, Obi-Wan's a boozer. Okay, let's see. Oh, this one's very political. i just skip down a couple, but there's some good ones in the middle. I'm just skipping down to one I like. Uh, Jabba's Tongue <laughs> says, Michael Moore would have come out of that union, along with some Gungans and a hut afterbirth. Oh, oh man!
0: Ugh. There's a
2: visual for radio for you. That's not good. Oh, Bo
3: Shooter. Techly the Insane brings up, they would end up like Palpatine's three-eyed son. I'm really hoping the Palpatine doesn't have a sister. Which, of course, is a, one of the wonderful EU cluster fluffs, uh, <laughs> cluster thanks fluffs, to the, oh the... yeah, we're going to mean that this is canon now.
2: Oh, right. Yes. See, now that's the, so no when they said the three-eyed son, that wasn't a metaphor? No. <laughs> oh, God, that makes so much more sense now. Yes. Oh this is for kids? You bastards! <laughs> Damn you, Newton! <laughs> yeah, right. Damn you all <laughs> to hell! Damn you and your three-eyed son with his tractor trailer of hitch- <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, okay, uh, let's see. Oh, there's one right here. It says... Uh, la, 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 la. Okay, I'm just going to read this. I don't even know what it says, so if there's a profanity in it, it's your fault. She's our prince says, well, if they did, Luke would have to kill Han, and then he'd become bad, turn to the dark side, but not before killing Leia, for getting him mad at killing Han. Got that? No. No, dude, I think that is totally how Lucas designed episode 3 <laughs> He's like, well, then so-and-so will kill this guy, and then kill this guy, and then, and then so-and-so will come back with cancer, and the other guy will be lost and he'll have a twin. And
3: No, BS. George Lucas came up with the script for Episode 3 the same way the guys in, back in the 70s, 60s and 70s, came up with the scripts for freaking Scooby-Doo. <laughs> they'd do the episode, they'd get high on the final day, put all the names in a hat, and then pick one out, <laughs> and that's going to be your bad guy. There you
2: go. Oh, I would have gotten <laughs> away with it if it weren't for old man Palpatine. Oh, <laughs> damn you, kids.
3: Actually, that skit's coming soon. I need to edit it. Oh,
2: anyway. yeah. um, <laughs> um, wow, you know Scooby does sound like Yoda if you really do a bad impression, like I just did. That's <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey. that's actually the skit that we did. It's really funny. It's it was based off of the um, Clone Wars cartoons came out, and one of the characters was named Shaggy. Oh no! And it was based off of Shaggy. Oh, you are. Oh, I did see that too, and I'm sitting there going, "They are kidding me, right?" It's actually based on off of Shaggy, and I thought, wouldn't it be funny if there was actually, like, okay, there's Shaggy, and Yoda's Shaggy, and everybody else is just regular characters, right? They're, everybody else is just themselves, and they're trying to figure out who, who's the, the bad guy that's trying to take over the rebellion, you know? Okay, now stop right if, or there. Or who's stop trying right to there. take over the uh, Empire. Stop
2: right there. Okay, I want everybody listening to just rewind that. Now picture Rick McCallum saying that, and I bet you that was what a pitch meeting was like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, George. Pick, okay, what if we do Shaggy? Shaggy's popular. Rick, first take that needle out of your arm, and then I'll talk to you. Uh, do you know that
3: would have that would have actually been Rick McKellum, except for a lot more profanity. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like for the kids, man. For it's the kids, man. Shaggy's
2: over here. It's effing great, man. Rick, I don't ever want you to say the phrase "effing Shaggy" in front of me again. I don't <laughs> care what it's about. <laughs> All right, so you got the next one, man. Go ahead. All right, let's see.
3: First, they would have had to move into a trailer park on Tatooine. <laughs> Luke would have to go back to moisture farming, and Leia would be a pole dancer at Jabba's House of Smite. Oh, yes. Or, like when two magnets are coming together with the same side facing each other, and they repel, Luke's lightsaber would keep poking her in the Oh, my
2: God.
0: That's oh, 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 that is... Oh, oh man. Oh.
3: And my favorite answer, or, the kid, would, the kid would have two heads, one Jar Jar, one
2: what Waddle. A- Oh, there you go. And of course, that was brought to us by Ominous. There you go. There you go. And Darth Kane, and I'm assuming this isn't like Michael Kane, but he spelled <laughs> it the same. <laughs> so it's like, wow. Well,
0: I just got <laughs> finished
2: Batman Begins. Actually, uh, uh, Ian
3: McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen, was in. Not Ian McKellen. Who played Papatine? Uh, Ian McDermott. Thank you. Sir uh, Ian McDermott actually was in a movie with Michael
2: Kane. I believe that. I think they both did a lot of like really bad British B movies. No, 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 no. This was Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh, that's right. Ian McDiarmid was his servant. That's
3: right. I, Whoa. I heard that somewhere, and I didn't believe it, and I had to watch it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I had been, no kidding, for years, I had been trying to place where I knew him from. Oh, dude. Couldn't figure it out. This was before the days of IMDb, but I could not figure it out until that moment when I watched uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I was like, oh, my God, that's Palpatine. Holy
2: crap. Wow. the, the Michael Caine has owned the emperor with a P. Exactly, he's ponder.
0: All right, go ahead
2: and read Darth Kane's response. Okay, there. here we go. Uh, okay, this is way to go, Darth Kane. Leave me on a note like this, so whack. Okay, maybe Palpatine <laughs> is a child of Luke and... Le- oh wait, no, this is this is not the right voice. Here we go. Let's see. Maybe Palpatine is a child of Luke and Leia, and traveled back in time to wipe them out. So this is not going to happen. Even if it means he has to die, Palpatine prefers death to being a monster. Darth Kane, you suck. I'm sorry, but that's whack. That's just whack all around. Like whoa, that's like a total time traveling thing, dude. And, and but on the other hand, Lucas is reading this going, "Hey, episode 7." Uh, anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like whoa, man, that's like total time travel. Dude, dude. I am That's awesome.
2: <laughs> I am
0: such a Christ figure. <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Dude, I'm look telling you, me. The
3: Matrix is just the, uh, the spin off to Bill and Ted. That's right. He's like, look. What do I they don't... do? They travel back and forth through, uh, the phone lines. I mean, come on, it's Keanu, he's a Christ figure.
2: <laughs> I could just see it, like, the Wachowskis are, 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 they don't, he just, he hires the Wachowskis, like, dude, okay, look, for real, I want people to take my acting skills, that skills with a Z, my acting skills seriously. So what we're <laughs> gonna do is, like, You need to make me play Jesus. No, I'm sorry, but uh, Jim Cavaziel is playing Jesus in the Passion. Alright, well, I want to be a cooler Jesus then, with sunglasses, and I can fly. Because Jesus could fly if he wanted to. He just never did. And it makes you wonder why. Dude, this is so great. And they're like,
1: okay.
3: See, me personally, I was just hoping that he'd turn to Morpheus and say, Wild
2: Stallions, (laughs) roar! And they both go,
3: all right, we're, we're going to break for some more trailers and commercials right now. And uh, when we come back, we'll have, uh, from some of the blogs uh, from StarWars.com, we've got a mouth like an intergalactic princess cussing in a galaxy far, far away.
2: Shut your mouth.
0: <laughs> Four out of five droids agree. <laughs> Requiem of the Outcast kicks ass. Forsaken Sun Productions presents you know what a 501st does?
1: Excuse me? No. <laughs> the 501st? No. Is that a uh, college savings fund? I don't know. <laughs>
0: Story of a worldwide organization from the perspective of its members. And the people who inspire them. When I first go into a room, you walk in, you see a child resting there, and when they see you know a stormtrooper, you see, just their eyes light up, and I think when the fiber first can make a difference in
2: someone's life emotionally, um, that just has such a greater impact.
0: Are you gonna stay? I'd
3: be
1: honored. I tend to fall apart at the worst moments, worst possible moments.
0: Fighting stereotypes. We're the
1: coolest people in this hotel. I think we have a beat. I, I think it's a shape for reality. Fighting for their communities. It added a completely different element. Fighting each other. He's bringing up stuff that gets into arguments. Kind of a one-sided thing, it sounds like. It's discrimination. Can't we all get along?
0: Heart of an Empire. The life and times of the Fighting 501st.
1: Who's the first
0: Coming soon. www.heartofanempire.com
1: Now available for the first time on DVD. America's favorite comedy duo is back with all the fun. Yay, Coolaroo! All the action. And all the. romance? Miss Dawson, you are a pedophile! It's Andy and Scott's Super TV Super Show. Volume 1, the first 10 episodes of all their Channel 101 hits. Including the all-new, never-before-seen Vice Ghost. ha uh-huh. That's one of my bits! But wait, there's more. Loaded with all new bonus features, including a deleted Harper teen scene too hot for a five-minute show. This isn't for teams. Isn't for teens. It's Andy and Scott's Super TV Super Show. Pick up your DVD today on the internet at andyandscott.com. All rights and restrictions apply. Offer valid only in contiguous United States. Void we're prohibited.
3: Did you like those commercials? If you'd like to have your project promoted on Roto, contact us at ReckonTheOutcast.com. And i return you to your regularly scheduled show, already in progress. All right, we're back. And now, uh, kind of a segment that I'd like to, to do, much like we just did uh, from the, uh, you know, it come from the boards, or Tales from the Boards. Tales from the Boards! That's what it was originally called. <laughs> uh, but when we did the, it came from the boards. <clears throat> StarWars.com, if you're a Hyperspace member, now has the ability for you to create blogs. And, of course, they started to do that just before, or at least I found out about it uh, after I started making blogs available where you can make your own blog on the Record of the Outcast forums. Everybody's getting in on it, right? Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> now, this blog, is from Abogal (laughs) Pena. You can find it at blogs.starwars.com slash A-B-E-L-G P-N-A. I'll probably put it in the show notes. But this, uh, his blog is called Only Sith Deal in Absolutes, which, uh, of course, is an absolute. (laughs) I love that. That was... Oh, I'm (laughs) sorry. And, of course, they put their name down Haligad. Makes complete sense. There you go. Comes uh, something called A Mouth Like an Intergalactic Princess Cussing in a Galaxy Far, Far Away. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to go through a little intro here, and of course, I'll have Mr. Earl Newton try to come up with any of the, uh, the curses that he can remember, okay. all right? In 1977, right off the bat, Star Wars A New Hope introduced us to the first curse of the galaxy far, far away. Blast! With the first Star Wars spin off novel in 1978, Alan Dean Foster's Splinter of the Mind's Eye, we were quickly introduced to another... This one from the pristine lips of Princess Leia herself, perhaps channeling the real Carrie Fisher. Stang, <laughs> a guide to the Star Wars universe, tells us that this is a curse <laughs> Alderanian in origin, mm-hmm. and one finds himself wondering what other creative expressions that planet's pacifist culture has engen- en- engendered. Of course, the princess proceeds to sweep a storm in The Empire Strikes Back. In any case, it was all downhill from there. The years since have seen the creation of a number of curses, exclamations, and general profanity by the many authors contributing to the Star Wars mythos. From Timothy Zahn in the Thrawn trilogy in the Hand of Thrawn, to Michael Stackpole, X-Wing series, New Jedi Order, Dark Tide. Mm-hmm. From Jude Watson, Jedi Apprentice, Jedi... Jedi Command.
2: Apprentice? They had curses in there?
0: I know, Oh, man. good
3: grief. And it's for the children. It must have been a, a Rick McKellum joint. <laughs> Matt Stover, Shatterpoint, Revenge of the Sith novelization. Karen Travis, Republic Commando, Hard Contact to John Ostrander, Republic Comic Series, and a bunch more. Some of them are funny. Some of them are cheesy. Some are pretty cool. Some are awful. And some are just freaking unpronounceable, which should be interesting for us while doing this in audio. There we go. So, go ahead. Now, and, what, which ones can you come up with without actually looking at the
2: list? In front of you? Um, okay, I know Blast. Actually, the interesting thing about Blast is that I grew up with Star Wars since I was born, so I'd, I didn't realize Blast wasn't a curse word. I thought it was like crap, like it wasn't a big curse word. So I would say it, yeah. and other kids would look at me like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> I, and I didn't know till I was like 15 that that wasn't a real curse word, because I noticed right. they only said it in the Star Wars movies, and I kept thinking, "Well, what the?" But anyway, so that's nerd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> that was sensitive. Um, <laughs> let's see. Okay, I know, I know, blast. I know, stang. Just because I remember thinking, you know, Princess Leia be like, "Put some stang on it." <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and what else? Uh, Sith Spit, I remember, because Michael Stackpole did that one. And he did a lot of ones. Sith Spawn, Sith Spit, you know. Just knock the Sith out of him. I mean, just that kind of thing, but other than that. Yeah. But I, I don't remember. Like, I'm now looking at the list, and I'm like, no, I don't remember any of these. Like, at all. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all right. Well, let's go ahead and share them with the audience. Okay, right? go for it. Okay,
3: obviously Blast was one of them.
2: mm and blaster bolts. That's funny. <laughs> the young Jedi Knight's going blaster bolts. Oh, that's that's like that's like someone in modern times going oh screwdriver. It's just like what? Oh, 357 wow. Right. Oh, <laughs> armor piercing rounds. It's like what?
3: All right, from Tatooine, Ghost. We have blowout. Maybe it's blah. Blah. blah blah. I don't know. It's
2: like I was I was on interstate the other day. I had a blowout. <laughs> I had a blowout. <laughs> 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 oh, wait, no, this is my, I'm so glad this one's mine. Borked. And uh, the, the description is just as funny. An adaptable sure. expletive. See, Farkled. And the other F-words. What? That's apparently from Galaxy. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: Now, now I, I, I can understand if somebody... I think we were at the uh, Mobicon party at Con Carolinas.
2: We were Bjorked. Yeah, you were Bjorked. And there was a lot of Bjorking. Because There's a whole lot of Bjorking going on.
3: <laughs> Bjork was playing on that damn TV. Oh, my
2: Lord. No, but seriously, Borked. I mean, like, is that like like... Luke and Han going, so did you bork her? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I borked her, all oh, right. I borked <laughs> her in the galaxy. See, Farkled, another F-words. Okay. <laughs> I farkled her the other day. What? All okay, right. go ahead, go ahead.
3: By the force. Oh, come on. What <laughs> no, is see, that? By the Catholic Church? What's <laughs> going on over there, Junior? Do you,
2: know, do you know what that actually is? That's like product that? placement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> By the force. It's <laughs> short time. By the,
2: George Lucas, actually,
3: yeah, see, we see it as B-Y. I think it was supposed to be B-U-Y. Yeah,
2: so nobody's ever seen it spelled. So he's just throwing it in there all over the place. By the force! In stores now. Collect the whole set. That's right, collect, the, <laughs> collect it all. It binds us together. Oh, my goodness. Oh, 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 um, oh, I have, by the original light. They say it an exclamation by Han Solo at Star's End. I don't remember this, but I just, even if it was there, I mean, Brian Daly needs to wake up, because... Han yeah, Solo doesn't say buy the original light, you know. <laughs>
3: that boy, I tell you, because the uh, stars end. That was from the Han Solo trilogy. Wasn't I mean, it? it'd from be closer. Uh, years, I mean, even years in years the ago. Star
2: Wars universe, it'd be closer for him to say Jesus, Mary, and Joseph than it would be for him to say by the original. Anakin, light. Anakin, me,
3: and Palpatine.
2: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Palpatine, Anakin, and Luke. Uh, but be Actually, Palpatine,
3: Padme, and Anakin with him. No, remember, technically, Palpatine is Anakin's father. So that you could do that. Yeah, exactly. At least he is, because, you know, left left right? obviously he's really
2: good at, like... He, you know, this is... Okay, look, you know, for the whole... For the very, you know, the Christian belief, that's that's fine. But in the Star Wars realm, I'm sorry, the whole immaculate birth, mm-hmm.
3: Well, it, it was supposedly explained in episode three, and i He's I, I'm, got I'm some
2: splaining to do. You lost it! I don't know what happened. He, this man just came over and put something in my drink, and next thing I knew, I was pregnant. It must have been the Force... <laughs> Sure. Sure. It's the force. It's the fourth, baby. Sure. And <laughs> Shmi is your real name. It sounds like she was changing her name at the last minute. Well, what do you want to call yourself, the, uh, Shmi? Maybe she, maybe she stubbed her toe and that was a curse. Shmee, there we go. That it. should be a curse.
3: That sounds like a curse word. Doesn't it? Jabba, or uh, Jar Jar and shmee are curses. Yeah. See, oh, see, absolutely. Jar Jar, you. <laughs> ah, go Shmi yourself. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs>
3: Actually, that's rather fitting because he had an immaculate con- con- you're con- go conception. Shme-
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Does that involve a turkey baster? Let's move on. I picked up this chicken at canteen, and we schmeed all night.
2: What's that? Oh, I'll tell you what. It was. It, it, it was no. What was it? It was. It was. We had a kissing schmee. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know I, I, the, the word that was Coming to my mind Was not kissing And I just didn't Want to use it So that's why I'm like What is another Word that we can You know what it is gotcha. We had a borking Shmee <laughs> Oh we borked Like I've never Shmeed before uh,
3: Yeah you You farkled that one uh, Alright Alright right, the next is one F
2: words in galaxies <laughs> The next one is Carbon flood <laughs> What is the just deal like With picking like Nouns <laughs> It sounds like a, Something you do In the toilet Yeah right we, We're we not sitting Around going Oh two thousand flushes blue <laughs> yeah, come on. All right, what's the next okay, one? Okay, let's see what we have here. Oh, actually, this one, I'm skipping down just a little bit. This one actually sounds really good. Dwarf nut. <laughs> that sounds like a curse word. I would believe someone in our own galaxy going, ah, oh, dwarf nut. Go suck a dwarf nut. From, from now on, that's <laughs> that's my new
3: dwarf word nut right there.
2: Dwarf nut. Oh, dwarf nut. Oh, that's, you could call your kids that and they wouldn't understand it. <laughs>
3: Wow. <laughs> no. Neemodian for a fool. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Oh my gosh.
2: Okay, you got the next one. Go for it. I'll go and do these
3: next two because they're so similar. Yeah, they're all tied, yeah. Emperor's Black Bones, which just seems too much to, for a curse, really. Yeah, there's too many syllables. Exactly. And then, of course, the other one is Emperor's Black Heart, which, of course, Emperor's Black Bones is an exclamation for the uh, X-Wing novels. And Emperor's Black Emperor's black Heart is a derogatory modifier from I Jedi, as in... What in the Emperor's Black Heart? What, what kind of a retarded
2: sample sentence is that? I have that? the perfect one. I have. I, we, they, what they did is they just didn't go far enough with this thing. Ready? Go ahead. What in Palpatine's prostate is that? <laughs> That's the one. Oh,
3: Palpatine's <laughs> prostate. That is phenomenal right there, dude. Actually, Emperor's Blackheart sounds too much like a bad, soft pop rock. That's exactly what I was think, it?
2: from the 80s or something. <laughs> we're Emperor's Blackheart, with,
3: and we're here to rock you! With Joan Jett. <laughs> and
2: Emperor's Blackheart.
3: And, and like, the guys from Arya Speedwagon that that broke oh, off. <laughs>
2: and that What's dude that the sang one? the Baby Don't Hurt Me song, but just for one time. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, I don't know. The next one is Haja. I Maybe, maybe it's like Spanish. It's H A J A. So maybe it's supposed to be like Spanish and it's ha ha. I, 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 I got that's nothing.
3: Just, that just sounds weird. Holy <gasps> Sith! What? That That's the next oh, one. Oh, okay. It's it's an interjection <laughs> of <from> Galactic Battlegrounds.
2: <laughs> I was like, oh man, did you leave the iron on? No, because if you said that, <laughs> you would have said carbon flush. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, now this oh. one's actually kind of cool, because it sounds like you're cursing in Russian, and, I, and I'm and i for that. You'd yes. be like, oh, kanushka! That does, man. A kubaz exclamation. A kubaz, 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 kubaz. kubaz. A kubaz from MedStar, Battle Surgeons. I didn't even know that was a book. What is that? I've heard of it, but I don't know what I it have, is. I thought that was... No, I have no idea. But anyway, it'd be really cool. You could just, like, you know, your teacher, uh oh, kanushka. What? Nothing.
3: <laughs> What'd you say <laughs> about
2: my potatoes?
3: Or, you know, something else you could say mm-hmm. is... Kark on you! <laughs> that really does sound like a curse word. It's it's a curse from the Clone Wars, Volume Five. Kark on you! Oh man, that is wow. that
2: is. I don't want to know what Kark is. The, <laughs> now you can take the next one, which actually sounds like a. Uh, a, a I know off. that's what I was sitting here thinking right now. It's just like it's it's Kata. It's a rare Chiss curse from Force heretic refugee. Yeah, Kata. So. See, it sounds much more like, you know, like your Star Wars three year old would be like, Look what I made,
0: daddy! Kata!
2: (laughs) Or maybe some, like, small. Maybe, see, maybe
3: in the Star Wars world they have, like, uh, they have anime. And that sounds like a character name that they would yell, Like, Kata!
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh, did Chun Li just win? Kata! (laughs) Kata!
3: Well, why not? Because in freaking Akira, the guy's just going around going, (laughs) Kata! Kata! What? It doesn't Why why I, I really don't understand that why a uh, Japanese person in the future would name their child after Canada.
2: Yeah, did you ever notice how like in anime it's okay to be I mean no and no offense to anybody, but it's just okay to be like mentally retarded and everyone's good with that. You just like you just walk around saying splazer, and they're like this is an elite member of our team. We need to hang on to this one and what ha <laughs> ha! You are a monkey. You should fix our car. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Just the most <laughs> random thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, our uh, next one. Okay, this
3: one. Mm-hmm. Criffing. Mm. Which is another derogatory modifier
2: from Vision of the Future, which criffing. Like, that was Criffin Austin. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That is like, honey, is your mom going, look, honey, either learn real curse words or don't curse at all. Yeah. You sound like a pansy, <laughs> son, and this is your mother talking. <laughs> I, I can't... What would your mother what think? Would, oh, I just can't imagine... Oh, 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 oh. Uh, now, here's the original one, and somehow, you know, because it comes from the Bible, it's okay. Uh, laser brain. Yeah, I, the Bible being Empire Strikes Back, not, you know, the Bible. <laughs> you know, the, I was
3: like, I don't remember. <laughs> and Moses did say upon Aaron, thou art a laser brain. And they're like, like and
2: there's like the super concerns going, see, that's why the Bible's real. They knew lasers were coming. <laughs> see, I didn't I didn't realize that because I, I don't read the King James Version. <laughs> no, that's, that's right. In the King James Version, that. it was um, thou laser, King, so... It was the King Lucas? The King, yeah. See, stuff. I just meant you know in the Star Wars. Somehow because you can, it's in the Star Wars originals. It's okay. Like you could say laser brain, and people won't laugh. It's <laughs> it's that was it's special. That was that was
3: awesome. That was in the Bible. I love that. Um, <laughs> all right, the, the next one. It's which in is the book of Loki's Luke. Tri-
2: <laughs> 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 oh, I'm going to hell, dancing my way there. Okay. <laughs> Well played, Trebek, yes, well That was an excellent thing, yes. <laughs> Somehow I feel, when I think about my shelf, I touch my shelf. <laughs> I love my shelf on tour. Okay, right. I thought, okay, I'm, I'm, I went down like a whole bunch, just because it caught yes, my eye. Um, What's that? Mud Crutch. Mud Crutch? Yeah, it's about four down, and I thought that said Mud that. crotch. And I'm like, wow, that is hardcore for a Star Wars I know. Actually, that probably would
3: have been from *Splitter of the Mind's Eye* when uh, Leia was rolling around in the mud after something happened. She fell in a mud puddle, and Luke kept looking at how tight her uh, her her, bu- uh, her jumpsuit was across her breasts and stuff like right that. Right there,
2: you should totally be playing really sexy music as you. It should be like at first it'll start normal, but it'll just start to go.
3: Well, I don't know. I, you know, I can understand why you would think that, that was mud crotch because it comes from the Battle of Jabim.
2: Is there logic there? Which I every don't time understand. I look at that, it
3: just sounds dirty.
2: Oh, they also say, is there logic there? I don't understand. Cause you Jab said that him. like I should know, and I'm like, wow. I don't know. It's Spelled with two
3: Ys, kind of like Red Bull, where it's got wings. Oh yeah. Okay, that's. I can only go it's, so far with this. I have no idea. What <laughs> <it>. <laughs> All right, we've got Merglak, which a, another Klingon-sounding one, which is an insult. It's most likely a series of foul creature or a species of foul creature. See, son of a Murglak.
2: Oh, see, that's funny. That sounds almost like there's a really good movie you should check out. See, son of Murglak.
3: <laughs> and see, bride that's of right, Mer-g-lack. Bar-
2: Mer-g-lack returns. Murglac meets Wolfman. <laughs> I and mean, Costello meets
3: Murglak. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
2: that's right. Oh no! Except we'll update, so it'll be Elvis Costello meets Murglak, and they just sort of riff for a while. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, okay, Nerf Herder. I actually, you know, I have actually uh, never used that. You know, I actually like the band called Nerf Herder. They have a band called Nerf
3: Herder. Yes, it. Uh, they're they uh, and also Red Five. They're on the uh, basketball sound. Oh yeah, 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 that's right.
2: If I if I if I did have a band called Nerf Herder, I would have like Nerf balls that I would release at the beginning of the show, and by the end, I would make my band members collect them. Nice. <laughs> and that would be us herding Nerfs. Oh, I gotta take. I'm sorry, rank weed sucker. Now you could oh, read this two hey. different ways. It could be you rank weed sucker or. If it was like a Mace Windu kind of thing, it'd be like, you rankweed sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to bust nice. a lightsaber in your, anyway. <laughs> you rankweed sucker. <laughs> That's right. Oh. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm just talking <laughs> about rankweed sucker. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, a wonderful Twilight insult. Shut up. The- That's actually a really cool one. Shuta, I like it that. It really is cool, and I I haven't played. The oh, it's generally reserved for females. Ooh. Oh yeah. That's from kotor Shuta,
2: shuta. Anyway, <laughs> scruffy looking. I'm sorry. This is this is really an insult in English too. I mean, it's not really a very good one, but but I mean, you know,
3: I love the fact that in the source books they always make that seem because of Han Solo's reaction. Like who's scruffy looking? They actually s- draw that out as if that is like the ultimate curse that you could say to somebody from Corelli. Oh, come on. It's a... And it's like, to me, he's playing yeah, it it's off, it's a joke. You know? he's,
2: he's just, he's like, oh, yeah, come on. Uh, you know, if they're going to do that, I can't believe they didn't have low down, stuck up, yeah. and half-witted, and put all those in there, too. In the Star Wars universe, these are curse words. No, it's English, and it's weak at the best. Come on. But it does make for an, a good scene. It, oh, that w- oh, it was great in the scene. No question. he He did great. Oh, and here's what oh you're uh, really wait wait hold on I haven't read anyone well
3: oh sorry you're uh, right my <laughs> bad my bad of course we've already spoken about the Sith spawn and the Sith spit, mm-hmm. but we now have Scrag mm-hmm. which I don't know what the hell that means well
2: if you it, it, it's like in the 30s when they were doing music it was
3: Scrag time really I did not know that is that like a mix between Scott and Ragtime I
2: guess yeah <laughs> it, that's exactly what it is it's Scrag time that's fantastic. So <laughs> I don't know anything about Scott. otherwise I'd make a joke right now. Yeah. You know the next one is slag
3: which is really goofy because that's like calling somebody uh, molten. That's right. <laughs> oh, you
2: big geodesic dome. <laughs> Just, <you know. laughs>
3: oh, the next oh, dude, one. This you you so got to read the d- next one because it's so much like snurfen. It is.
2: It's snarkin. It's snarkin. I'm sorry, but if you're like a soldier you've been trained to kill, snarkin <laughs> is not the word I'm going to use. <laughs> it's, oh, but but if you look right below it, as sequels always do, sneaking up on you. <laughs> yeah, I know. You never see him coming. Son a- of Merglak. Oh, Merglak is attacking again. Mother! No. Godzilla, uh, Merglak.
3: Now, this one is supposed to be a G- Gamorian curse, which, okay. They don't even speak English, though, so. Exactly. Well, I mean, it's a son of a. The next one is Son of a or Son of a Sow. Son of a Sow, which, of course, a sow is a pig. A- Gamorians are pigs. You're saying you're a son of a sow. Yes, you are.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, Ooh, you see, son of a mother. here I was thinking that was a Jimmy Buffett song.
0: <laughs> son of a son of a sow. Son of a sow. Son peaker. of a sow of a pig.
2: of a pig. face. <laughs> That's right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right. Now the next two, of course, we, we spoke about staying before, mm-hmm. but now they're spashed. Which is from Jedi Outcast. I don't remember it See, that. I, I don't either, but it, I would believe that one almost. What if it's a past tense form of spaz?
2: See, I was thinking something like that, or like how the, you know how the mean people take retarded and shorten it to tard? I was thinking maybe yeah. they took spastic and just retarded, you know, as if spastic wasn't short enough, and they take it to spast. <laughs> Well, if they keep going that way, pretty soon it's just going to be. Tss, you sp- <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's God's way of making people who use profanity just look dumber than they already do.
3: So they exactly <laughs> actually actually that, that what I just said reminds me of a joke I heard today on Garrison Keillor's. Uh,
2: oh, I was listening to that. Or Which or one was it?
3: You were the the uh, oh were you listening to yeah yeah with yeah, the, the joke j- yeah the joke show. No kidding! I was listening to that too. That's awesome. Uh, I was man, I was cracking up at that. But one of my favorite jokes was, uh, "What do you call a fish with me?" <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have one. Did you hear the one about the turtle? Uh, the one, one about the turtle when the, the all the three turtles went. It's kind of long. I don't want to go into it. But
3: oh yeah, yeah. I, I I heard. I was listening to the whole thing. I was oh I was cracking up during all of it with all the knock knock jokes and everything.
2: That was gutsy of them to just do that. That was to to just sort of go out and uh, and yeah. do that anyway. Uh, blah, 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 st- go ahead and get the next one,
3: which sounds like a a, a thing of cereal. St- Star- <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Stars and galaxies. <laughs> it does kind of, check your box what kind of
3: stupid term is that stars and galaxies oh
2: stars and galaxies
3: sounds <laughs> like <laughs> something, something like a grandma check, would check say check the box you
2: know? for your own decoder ring children uh,
3: <laughs> oh heavens to Betsy and of course we've also got stars and of course which is referring to the penal colony located on one of the the crappiest ends of the galaxy in the corporate sector from way Web- but oh they mentioned that in labyrinth of evil sweet i gotta read that <laughs> but of course star well star's end was one of the hunts old yeah. books. but this one i love this one this one needs to be read with like you know the sweet music going oh, under yeah. maybe a little bit of maybe perhaps a little bit of ladies oh music. yeah this one just called sweet okay <laughs>
2: it's an exclamation like "Ooh, sweet Sookie. that sounds like a song the ladies man would write no kidding. I love those sweet so, suki. I want to write a song about my lady love, and I, just, I call it sweet I just suki. want to tell you all about this some um, sweet suki. Right. Uh. Now, if you haven't <laughs> had some sweet suki, I suggest you acquire or obtain it <laughs> at your local grocery store. <laughs> There's lots of sweet suki up and down the aisle. Anyway. No kidding. Tarkin's Teeth. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who's Who's running around going, Hitler's dentures? <laughs> it's just not happening, dude.
3: All right, now we're going to go ahead and move on to the F word. Oh, this is great. We're going to read through these ones you really quick. You want to send
2: the children out of the room. So let's just, we'll just alternate. You start, and I'll get the next one. Let's hit him as fast as we can. All right.
3: Okay, now we're going to get into the Hutties insult. Please
2: send all your Hutties children out of the room. <laughs> 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 That's okay, we'll wait. No, go ahead. I know they're big and slow. Just wait. Come on. Send them out. They're gone. I think they're gone. They're gone? I don't I don't hear them. So okay.
3: Good. ahead. Uh, me neither. All right, e I'll go the in
2: Chuba. Kong. Kujo. Pudu. Pidonky.
3: Shag. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Chimo.
2: Right. <Sleevo>. And then <laughs> <Stupa>. <laughs> This is this is fantastic. I love this as if as if Star Wars invented them. I'll see you in
3: hell. <laughs> the earthly phrases from the films, yes. In the name of
2: it, it, scum,
3: <laughs> one <in> the blazes.
2: This <laughs> just like wow. this is just like the dude was running out of stuff. Well, here's some here's some other ones that they found on a pamphlet from Earth.
3: Quickly, what were the reactions to Jar Jar the first time
2: people saw him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> no, trust me, it'd be a lot worse than that. Oh my goodness! And depending right. on your race, it was just the, the it, it went different. <laughs> oh golly, Wally! <laughs> all
3: right, <laughs> all right, Beef. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to uh, a couple quick audio bits. Okay. Sir, if you'd like to read the first one.
2: Oh sure. Uh, there. Here we go. I'm going to put on my radio voice. You guys are going to love this, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, we should we should do our our our, uh, our announcer voices.
2: <clears throat> okay, here we go. <clears throat> I'm gonna, mine's kind of sounds like a sports announcer, so here we go. Okay. Two new shows should be premiering in the late 2005 or early 2006. The first, Galaxies Watch Radio, a radio show by Justin Omanique, formerly of the apparently canceled Star Wars Crazy Show project from just Josh Kaufman. It's meant to focus on Star Wars Galaxies, including advertising for shops, talk about current issues, prizes, interviews, and more, including a possibly weekly lottery for Star Wars Galaxy. The projected release date for the first episode is currently within three or four months.
3: Uh, the second new show... Okay, that's yours. Oh, no, no, you go and read that one, because I'm going to get the last one.
2: Okay. The second new show is Star Wars Bookies. That's B-O-O-K-I-E-E-S. Not bookie like gambling gents, but bookies like Wookiees, from Brandon Harbeek. Similar in premise to Star Wars FM, SWB will be a, fo- a show focusing on reviews, discussion, comment, and commentary on Star Wars books, rather than on films or other materials. At present... The premiere episode is slated for mid-August and will cover the novelization of A New Hope by Alan Dean Foster, which is an excellent book, and uh, The Joiner King by Troy Denning. Brandon hopes to make this series more listener-friendly for repeat repeat listening by placing all time sensitive materials like News Bites, etc. at the end of the show, leaving the less time sensitive materials and reviews at the uh, beginning of the episode. It's a reversal of the format of many radio shows, including... Excuse me, my bandana is getting over my mouth. Including (laughs) Chrono Radio and Star Wars on direct. We have to tell them about the bandana before we're done. I think we should. Because it just sounds like you're recording this with a ball gag on. Does it really? Is it bad?
3: No, 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 huh? Okay, good. And how do you know what it
2: sounds like to record with a ball gag on?
3: I don't know. Tell your story. Good. Tell us why you're wearing a bandana.
2: (laughs) Okay, do your thing,
3: You do your thing. Sean would probably know. Anyway. Oh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, why do you have a bandana in your mouth, sir?
2: I have a band. Okay, here's the thing. I I produce a radio show, and what you normally have is something called a popper stopper, which is either a bit of foam, like a wind mic, a, sc- a sc- windscreen that you put over the mic, or else uh, it's actually like a bit of um, cloth that goes over the microphone to prevent any popping sounds. But since I don't have any of that equipment here in my little room in my house, I have taken a pillowcase and tied it around my mouth bandit style <laughs> <laughs> for, for, to make sure that Rich's audio sounds really clean so I am now the radio bandit <laughs> <laughs> good grief ay caramba <laughs> alright um, right, the final audio news bite uh,
3: I'll do in my announcer voice <clears throat> following a string of audio based features on various Lucasfilm websites earlier this year the official Star Wars website was now announced the impending launch of a new hyperspace audio cast the service promises to feature in- exclusive interviews, which have already been a part of the Insider Online Supplement through Hyperspace, at least in small doses, coverage of events, and archival audio dating back to the days of the original trilogy, which one might suppose to be either the classic trilogy, radio drama series from Brian Daly and NPR, or perhaps more materials like those released earlier this year via the Kessel Mines feature section within Hyperspace.
2: That is such an awesome voice. You could so do... I-, I feel like if they had Star Wars radio in the Star Wars universe... That is who they would have. Actually, oh my gosh, I'm glad you brought
3: that up. People need to go and uh, visit StarWarsFanWorks.com. Check under the, I think it's Radio Parodies, where there was a bunch of people like Obi-Shan. Um, gosh, so many other people. I can't think of all, all the people. People that, that, that are, are throughout fandom. Mm-hmm. And what they did with uh, Sean Crosby, that's what I was thinking. Um, what they did was at one of the conventions, they all got up on stage and did Star Wars. As an audio drama. As a radio drama. Wow. With the way they did it on stage was they all dressed up in 20s, 30s era clothing. <laughs> uh uh-huh. They had all of the sound effects that they made on stage, except for the music, which they had piped in via CD. And they did it all in the style of various old-time actors. Oh, my gosh. Everything from, they had uh, Humphrey Bogart as Han Solo. <laughs> they had freaking, and my absolute favorite, which was uh, Bella Lugosi as Vader. Are you serious? I kid you not. Blah, blah, blah. We are going to destroy the rebellion, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because they would include little jokes here and there. It is purely one of the most hilarious things I've ever I've ever listened to. Wow. So it's something that you actually have to purchase, though, because of all the hard work that they did and the creative way that they presented it all. But uh, it's absolutely worth the purchase.
2: That's pretty awesome.
3: All right, we're going to move on to our final bit for the show. 40 things I've learned from Star Wars. So, what we're going to do is I'm going to hit you with one, and, of course, I'll have uh, I'll have Earl tell us something that he has learned. There we go. From the Star Wars universe. So, I'll go ahead and start off. Good. If you have a roguish smuggler in your group, never tell him the odds. It won't matter. He'll still beat them, and that's why you have them.
2: <laughs> Here we go. Well, this is awesome. I totally am into this. Apprentices are great to send off to do the grunt work while you drink at the bar. Yes. At the nudie bar.
3: (laughs) 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 All grenades beep when armed. It's just to tease the person you throw it at.
0: (laughs)
2: Hey, what's that beeping sound? This this (laughs) got a bunch of people into astronomy, or or rather the astronautical engineering. I think so. Chicks in space are hot. Yeah. It's okay to mind control somebody
3: into giving you things, or cheating them out of their fair market value for their property. (laughs)
2: what what do you mean i'm bankrupt all right um oh this is absolutely it if you are or this is this is like are you a jedi you might be a jedi if if you are or once were a jedi you will die in front of luke
3: skywalker janine i think it's janine has a, a hilarious bit that she found online where, P, where it, it details why every major character, for them to become a ghost, has to die in front of Luke Skywalker. <laughs> you know why? What? Yeah, be, be, it, because if they they have to, you know, die in front of Luke to become a ghost, that's why Obi Wan waits before Luke is. Oh. <laughs> and then like, he sees within him and sight. then he dies.
2: Exactly. Oh no! See, I always thought it was just because they really did die, and Luke is just schizophrenic. <laughs> He's just like, Obi-Wan told me, and they're like, Obi-Wan's dead. No, no, he came to me, dude. He was all blue. <laughs> He's a ghost. Luke, Luke yeah, are you still it. on your pills, buddy? Because <laughs> awesome. I don't really want you leading this whole rebellion thing if you're not straight. I mean, just <laughs> let me know. And Commander Skywalker forgot to take his pills. That's right. Commander Skywalker, are you off your rocker, sir?
3: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, that's, that was mine. A single farm boy firing at 30 stands a much better chance of killing everyone than thirty professionally trained soldiers firing at one
0: individual.
2: <laughs> in the Star Wars world, uh, 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 firing squads just don't apply. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, hit him. Okay, hit it. guys, we can, you've we used we four
3: clips. Come on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, here we go. This is great. This is actually true in a lot of like Scooby Doo things as well, and a lot of everything, everything, and everything you ever saw in the '30s. Uh, The AC heating ventilation system is the perfect hiding place. They'll never turn it on, and it always leads to just where you need to go.
3: (laughs) Even though you have shields in your X-wing, one shot from a Tie fighter will destroy you, unless the director likes you. (laughs) Think about it. How many other people they get like shot once, and boom!
0: Oh no, they blow up. ah. Wedge gets
3: shot. Place in the shield. I've got to leave you, okay? You're gonna be okay, cause I don't want to die. You guys are screwed, okay? I'm leaving right now. <laughs> oh, you're no good to me back there, which kind of is a bad saying. Wow. So uh,
2: <laughs> that's something you never want to hear ever. No, no. <laughs> this is like a Star Wars therapy group. She <laughs> told me I'm just no good to her back there. <laughs> I should oh, move grief. on. She called me Porkins.
3: <laughs> I, uh, she keeps telling me to stay on target. I don't know why. <laughs> but I can't. Something I just keep it. impacting on the surface. Go ahead. Move on. Next one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I used to d- hit womp rats in my T-16 back home. You did what? <laughs> you better rubberize that TIE fighter. Um, oh, good grief. <laughs> okay, anyway, let's see. Um, it's, okay, there we go. It's okay to steal children from their parents and inundate them with your religious cult. It's for their own good, of course.
3: <laughs> Speaking of getting back to Scientology. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
2: What are we reading? Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. Sorry, says talking, says right? Tom Cruise. <laughs>
3: no one ever sends a communication just to say hello, only to ask for help. Damn, especially on Mother's
2: Day. I know.
3: Nobody, nobody communicates. It's r- ridiculous.
2: Just just think about Anyway. Well, the only person who actually has a mom is Shmi, and he, like, never called. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, I'm dying. Shmi would be the perfect Jewish mother. Oh, I'm dying now, and now you come to visit me. Oh, I see how it is. Oh, it's so nice of you to come, by, dear Anakin. Oh, too bad you haven't
3: called your mother or anything.
2: That would be it. Why, why awesome. did you never call? And she dies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're killing your mother over here. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, okay. Um... When trying not to seduce someone, you should wear the most seductive outfit imaginable. <laughs> Anakin, no, no, I mean, yes, I mean, no. No, look at my cleavage. That's um, right. <laughs> now, that's CGI right there, because I've seen her in real life. That's just, no. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Always, I mean,
3: never <laughs> get into a snowball fight with a wampa. This is true. Did you see, I, I kind of brought in a Monsters, Inc. reference in there. Actually, wow, that does tie into Star Wars Because, okay, uh, Abominable looks a lot like a wampa Mm -hmm. But it's also voiced by uh, John Ratzenberg Who was in Empire Strikes Back with wampas
2: Dude, you may have just started a religion
3: I think I did (laughs) And everybody has to have sex with me That's it
2: And don't (laughs) don't forget renting out your own body (laughs) No matter how savagely your X-Wing is damaged and how close you are to crashing into a giant space station! Never ever use the eject lever. They're always talking about going extra vehicular
3: and all this stuff, and it's like, why doesn't anybody eject? Why don't you eject? I can hold it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I, I just like a bunch of jokes came right there, and I just realized, no. I know. I'm me not too. gonna say that. All right. Now, this is something
3: that has always really annoyed me with the the prequels uh, mm-hmm. trilogy is that they did not use standard blaster sounds. And what I've learned from Star Wars is that the sound of the gun does not denote the size of blast it makes. You have the same sound that a TIE fighter would use for a hand cannon. And it's like, what? (laughs) That just annoyed me, because you could always tell in the Star Wars universe how heavy the, the, the... shot was and how powerful the the, the blast was going to be when playing the video games by the sound of the the (laughs) shot being fired at you
2: (laughs) see to me when I read that all I hear is like some excuse a guy gives in a bar hey the (laughs) sound of the gun doesn't denote the size of the blast baby (laughs) and she's like yeah
3: freaking Ben
2: Burt look do you notice my seductive outfit that means go away (laughs) 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 okay uh, uh, shooting a control panel will lock the door Absolutely, makes complete sense, doesn't it? It? Th- it absolutely does. In fact, they could they do this in their cars, but it only works once.
0: True. <laughs> all
3: right. If you are speaking to someone with an English or British accent, stop. They are evil. <laughs> However, the good guys cannot pronounce names correctly, Leah, and c- have varied accents. That is exactly right. But Princess they're all Leah. white except for yeah, two. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> two.
2: That's right. There was two. There was Captain Panaka.
3: Oh well, true. And there was oh, was, more uh, there was Marvin Arizan.
2: That's it. I mean, were there any others? Were there any? I mean, George R. Binks doesn't really count. <laughs> no, I don't no. think. Any, I don't think the African American community wants to claim him, and I don't blame them. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. This is this is actually really great. All spaceships fly the same, no matter what the shape of the species that pilots them. <laughs> exactly.
0: That's
3: great. I'd love to see, like, a little midget one or something like that. You it's, know, something that has tentacles. You know, you can't fly because you've got to have, like, 17 controls.
2: You know, I, I, just, I just love how all the spaceships uh, uh, are sort of like uh, they have to follow uh, ISO 9000 standards. Exactly. M- maybe, maybe that's what it is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Blasters never run out of ammo, but we'll jam when wet. Oh,
2: that's a, that's a manual problem. You should have read the manual. <laughs> that you're right in the middle. Oh, I should have read it. If you have a bad feeling about something, tell anyone around you about it, even if it's just the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the schizo thing. That, exactly right. That's like, <laughs> that, what that really is, is they, you know what? They could just take out, I have a bad feeling about this, and instead they could just go, plot point. <laughs> just turn to the camera and go, plot, plot point. Point. And then move on. <laughs>
3: nice. It is always easy to find a ship lying around, and it is completely legal to take it if you are a
2: jedi. All droids huh, even though they can't speak it, they understand basic same with aliens, yeah, mm. all right, ominous
3: music <laughs> where people are singing. Oh. Typically means that you're about to start fighting with somebody who is a Lord. <laughs>
2: or you're entering Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> Oompa loompa.
3: <laughs> hey, Lucas did originally envision Star Wars as nothing but midgets. <laughs> All right.
2: He was just trying to cut the budget in half. <laughs> oh, costuming anyway. <laughs> okay, here we go. Fighters never run out of fuel. That was always something
3: that bothered me about the X-Wing uh, novels. They always talk about, man, I've just been in a dogfight. For two seconds, and I'm almost out of fuel. Like, well, damn, what was going on with the people in the movies? They have bigger tanks. I don't know,
2: but you know what? I think because it runs on puppies. <laughs> oh, that's it's so just wrong. like that Mister. Uh, that was it. That Mister. Uh, uh, fuel thing in Back to the Future Two. Oh yeah, uh, the, uh, the
3: Mister Trash, Mister Garbage. Yeah, whatever it was it. he just basically throw anything? In,
2: except they just throw puppies in.
3: Oh, that's so wrong.
2: And luckily, there's like a huge puppy plant on Dagobah, so he was just like loaded, man. He was
3: ready. <laughs> Rather than wasting the ammo to kill the good guys. Some villains prefer to make a huge coliseum event and sell tickets to try to recoup the costs of having the large animals that will be used to eat the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> Circular reasoning when you think about it.
2: We're just trying to make back the money, okay? <laughs> um, okay, oh, here. It is fair for you to bring a friend and outnumber a Sith in a fight. Remember, they're the bad guy.
3: <laughs> That's something that always annoyed me about Power Rangers, too.
2: It's just like, Yeah, it's like, it's okay that we're five to one, because we're about to get our asses kicked for the first 20 minutes of the movie. If you outnumber the person you're fighting two to one,
3: you must wait until he has finished parrying your partner's move before striking. And that's just good,
2: good etiquette, really. I think so. <laughs> Miss Manners says, Don't share lightsabers. Anyway, um... <laughs> okay, at, at segueing. <laughs> Jizzwhaler is only appropriate to call someone if they are actually in a band. Do you get that? So, yeah. Oh. Oh, I do. Okay. Next time I'm at like a system of a down concert, so I'll be like, "You jizz whalers, rock!" <laughs> and they'll be like, "You bastard!" I are, are know. Are they? Are they members of the film actors guild? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Alec Baldwin is a jizz whaler. Shut up, you freaking actor! <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
3: Don't worry about picking up your robe if you drop it before a duel. Just go to the temple and get a new one. They have plenty.
2: That is so true. It seems like Jedi robes are sort of like the wrappers you get around McDonald's toys. <laughs> they just unwrap and they're ready to go. Well, freaking uh Obi-Wan uses 3 of
3: them in uh, he drops 3 separate robes in uh in uh, Revenge of the Sith. He has 4
2: in the total in uh, by the end of the movie. That's just a waste. There's little there's little like slave Jedi children on some island. <laughs> Kathy Lee's like, let's get them rolling. They're fighting some more. <laughs> the Jedi Wars are beginning. Can we get the robes moving? Sith can only defeat be defeated by touching on the dark side. See, using fire against fire.
3: Anyone that can fly small ships can safely land half a giant cruiser that is on fire. Oh, and don't worry if you kill anybody by plowing through a tower. They're probably just clones.
2: This one's actually really good for real life. I mean, this is this is something you should be doing <laughs> anyway, point. like especially if you live in the South as we do. You're right. Always check to see if your girlfriend is related to you. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, now now now, you're a Carter and I'm a Carter, but are we the same Carter? <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's always safe. The Jedi Temple can be seen from any window of any building on Coruscant.
2: <laughs> oh, here we go. You never have to say over when you're finished speaking on the radio. They just know when to talk. I know. That seems like bad radio etiquette to me when they're talking all the time. Absolutely does. You know, anyway. I got nothing funny to say
3: there. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) If you are inside a cave on an asteroid, you won't need a space or vacuum suit, just something to purify the air.
2: See, now, if that's true, doesn't that mean they could breathe underwater by getting one of those water purifiers you hook to your sink? (laughs) And they just, like, suck on it? That makes sense. Here we go. Oh, here we go. 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 <laughs> oh. If you are the most famous Jedi in the universe, spoken of as the chosen one in prophecies and a war hero, the press won't notice that you've been having booty calls with a prominent senator whose planet is in the middle of a war. <laughs> At least that's what Mr. Clinton wants us to think. Exactly. I did not have
3: <laughs> sexual relations with that senator. Um, <laughs> I did. <laughs> with that Twilight. During all Jedi investigations, it will be necessary to visit a bar and sample their wares at least once. More if you are a master.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jedi utility belts have everything you will ever need. Period. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was waiting to see if you had something funny. Um, uh, ha, ha, me, no. Uh,
3: every group of good guys always has at least three of the stereotypes found in the breakfast club.
2: <laughs> now, look, now, okay, now, if there's three Jedi in the room, look around you. One's the pretty one, one's the smart one, <laughs> and then there's the hoe. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anakin would be the hoe. Here yeah, we naturally. Oh, and wow. of course, And, of course, the final thought. There is no underwear in space. If the god of your universe is a huge nerd, <laughs> he doesn't, he's never seen underwear. He doesn't know it exists. Exactly. <laughs> women wear underwear? Wow. <laughs> Did you ever notice that? Like in the beginning, when he was a young man, he was really focused on his craft. All the women were very asexual. Yeah. But now he's he's gotten older, and he's starting to to think about it a little more. Like all the girls are incredibly decoratively designed. Exactly. And yeah. just. I want I want to perm you more. I want to fix your hair.
3: Exactly. It's freaky. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to Requiem of the Outcast. Okay, Of course, you
2: can find more of Mr. Earl at... SouthernRonin.com or Requiem of the Outcast now. Ha ha. <laughs> That's true. CostumeC.com. Ha ha. Check out my Slave Leia outfit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Actually, ladies and gentlemen, Janine Slave Leia is up there now, so you can go and check out how she looks in that. Um, she's Ooh-hoo. also got quite a few other costumes that have been updated there. Um you have various ways to contact us at Requiem of the Outcast. You can call the Roto Line at two zero six three 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 one one three eight. You can email any of us, uh, any of the normal hosts, which are myself, Rich at Requiem of the dot com, Ron at Requiem of the dot com, or Janine at Requiem of the com. On our website we've also got forums. We've got RSS news feeds. We have a podcast, of course, so you can have your, uh, daily dose of, well, not daily dose, but, uh, semi-monthly dose of Requiem of the Outcast delivered directly to your desktop computer. Um, I've also released many uh, special things, much like my appearance on a Florida sports radio show talking about Star Wars. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Drop the hint. Drop it. Drop the hint. Um, You can also, of course, find us at the above-mentioned website, as I said, RequiemoftheOutcast.com. You can find us at TSFPN.com, which is the Sci-Fi Podcast Network.com. Or, of course, you can find us at StarWarsFanWorks.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you, Mr. Earl, for appearing for me. Oh, this was fantastic, man. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> Always have fun with you, man. Um, of course, you can find, like we said, his his wonderful film, of the Saga, at SouthernRonin.com, mm-hmm. as well as uh, the classic entry, which has become notorious, from the $20 film festival called The Lord of the Rings Lost Screen Test, featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger as Aragorn. Yep. So go check that out. Ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you for listening, and we hope you have a good month. Rock on. Hey, guys, it's Rich. Uh, Just wanted to let you know that this month was an unfortunate experiment, actually. I mentioned earlier that Ron and Janine's schedule uh, was conflicting with mine, and uh, we weren't able to actually get together to record this episode. So while I was on the phone asking my buddy Earl... uh, some filmmaking advice. I said, hey, what are you doing later on tonight? And, of course, uh, he, when I told him what I had planned, he, he agreed. So, as you heard, I thought it went rather well. Well, shortly after that, I got some bad news. Well, good news and bad news. Good news for Ron, bad news for the show. Uh, many of you know that Ron is starting lawyer school coming up very soon. And to do that, he's actually moving to another city. Um, so, when Ron and Janine get together on the weekends, clearly, they're not going to want to be around anybody else. I'll be surprised if they see light of day. So, faced with the option of doing the show by myself or canceling it, I was glad that a third option had been tried, tested, and I think proven. So, next month's episode, episode 23, will be Ron and Janine's final episode. I'm going to try to make it special going to hopefully possibly play some clips, do some special things for them, but it will be Ron and Janine's farewell show. They will be back here in their uh, correspondence, I suppose. Uh whenever they we can get together, I definitely want to have them on the show because I don't want them to be forgotten as they uh they took what was a I think a weak show and helped me really bring it into a a strong product where in the last month our listenership has Nearly quadrupled. So, uh, wanted to say thank you to everybody out there who's listening to the show, and we really hope that you enjoy it and continue listening from month to month. But some big changes are coming up. And like I said, next month will be Ron and Janine's final show. So, if you'd like to wish them well, or if you have any comments, uh, verbal abuse, whatever, uh, please feel free to call us at 206 333 1138 remember that uh, try to call on a secure connection so that way i can make sure that it sounds good and i'll put it on the show next month Um, also send emails uh, posts pms whatever get a hold of me if there's anything that you would like read to them on on the show any any well again any well wishes or uh, fond memories so thank you very much again for listening to this episode look forward to the farewell episode for Ron and Janine next month, and after that we'll Requiem of the Outcast will continue, possibly in a version 3 format, with Rich and Earl.
1: A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. It is a period of civil war. The Dark Lords of the Sith, led by Darth Bane and Lord kan have won a hard-fought victory against the Jedi forces of Lord Hoth. Now, they descend upon the planet Dagobah, oh, where even now, this. the forces of light prepare to face their own demons, before battling this. the darkness to come. Little do they- Can you believe this? <clears throat> little do they know hey, that- Nathan, I say, can you believe this? Dude! What? I'm trying to be all narration-like here and you're discombobulating my dramatic juju. What's your damage?
3: Sight's so not working. Again. Let me see that. Dude, I'm telling you, it's not working. Hang
1: on. A, uh, Rich? Yeah? Yeah.
3: It's not working. I don't know why you even bother with this free web hosting crap. Look, you've got banners all over the place. Pop-ups and the space and bandwidth they give you makes Warwick Davis look like Peter Mayhew. (laughs) Whoops. Lost me on that one. It's minuscule genius. Yeah, well, I'm not paying enough to buy a new BMW for hosting, man. We'll deal with it. And if you can't get your new project online when it's done because your web provider sucks?
1: Okay, yeah, then I'll have a
0: problem. Have problems you will not. If Nexus.net you use, yes.
1: Yoda!
3: (laughs) Nexus.net? Well, let's check it out.
0: Looking for a great web host you are? No further you look. Check out nexus.net.
3: Oh, wow, man. nineteen ninety five a month for a year of this small business package. Uh, 20 gigs of bandwidth, CGI scripting, 450 megs of space, 30 email boxes, FTP access up to 30 MySQL databases, SSL and up to 30 subdomains.
1: Hey, <sighs> hey, this one might fit my gal pal's little site. Gal pal? Hey, shut up and act excited, will ya? Yeah. 0.5 gigs of transfer, 20 megs of space, email and FTP access for $4.95 a month on a yearly plan. That's less than I usually spend on lunch.
3: All these packages, I don't know which to go for. You think the big one? Forty four ninety five dollars 95 a month on a yearly plan for 35 gigabytes of bandwidth, 550 megs of space, 100 email boxes, 10 FTP accounts, 100 databases, SSH, SSL, static IP address, 100 subdomains, and CGI scripting, yeah! Dude, do you even know what half of that stuff is? I have no idea what this stuff is. But hey, with this price, I'll learn. But if your project really starts to kick some tail and we need some more?
0: Easy that is, yes. Nexus.net will customize a special plan just for you.
3: And the bigger the site, the bigger the discount you get on hosting. Size
1: matters not. Not according to a female, Sparky. Tell other fans about this you should. We are. Right now. Hi, this is Rich Siegfried
3: and Nathan Butler from StarWarsFanWorks.com we hope you'll consider Nexus.net for your hosting needs they maintain many well-known sites like Chud.com and even wannabe primadonas like Nathan here with StarWarsFanWorks.com who host a lot of big
1: files by people like Rich with tiny brains with heavy traffic and they're also the host for Star Wars with a Z.com. We've had great luck with the Nexus.net service, and now we want to pass along the word to you. But that's not all, is it, you shameless promoter? No, it's not, my able-bodied sidekick in plugging. Star Wars fan audio creators who choose to host their files on a Nexus.net account... Which gives you a great hosting deal. And us, a new member of the fan audio
3: family... ...will be guaranteed an on-air interview for the project creators on either Requiem of the Outcast...
1: ...or Chrono Radio to help you promote your project to new listeners. Yeah, it's not as good as, say... A chance to win a new car or something. But it's our little way of saying, hey, Nexus.net comes with our highest recommendation. That website again is Nexus.net. That's N-E-X-C-E-S-S dot N-E-T. They can spell net. Shut up. Alright, two, two, one,
2: one. One. We didn't do that single. <laughs> yeah. well, you can tell white boys are doing this show, catch <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, rhythm? No. Okay, well we are white. Alright, let's let's start back from like eight or something so we can get into it, ready, okay? Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll go back from eight. Okay, ready?
3: 1 all right, hey, we're safe. All right, hey everybody. Uh welcome to Requiem of the Outcasts. This is episode twenty two. I'm bringing